Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, and welcome to the Awful Neutral Podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Damian Mercado. With me, as always, is Jesse Egan as... Today I'll be playing Chud Bingsley. I'm so excited. I ain't played him in so long. I, I forgot what he was like. He feels good. Like worn-in leather chaps with no ice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Your identity on this show is a mystery. Like you're like somebody who's like had to assume a thousand identities. You're like Daniel. You're the Daniel Day-Lewis of this podcast. <laughs> you don't know who you are. I'm a man of many voices, but I I got a partial uh I got I'm partial to, to Chud. I miss him. <laughs> You're back home. You're back home. Back in old Maloklahoma. <laughs> uh it's good to be here, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. With us as well is Dave Wright as Pneumonious Rogar. <laughs> but feel free to call me Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Back again, reprising his role, Caleb Cleveland as Gonk Holskin. Tons of applause, a sound effects, just <laughs> <Yes>. roar. <laughs> he has returned. The return. The prodigal turtle has returned. And like and like one isolated person in the background going, "Fuck you!" You know, just like. <laughs> they, were, they were a big Joe Camacho fan, and I can't blame them. There's only one of them, so you're you're doing good. <laughs> hey, well. Joe, shut the fuck up, all right? Quit saying fuck you in the background. <laughs> I, sh- I shouted no. Caleb, I'm sorry. Your time <laughs> shall come, sir. And with us, joining this half of the campaign and helping add some spice to the fourth and fifth acts, helping us close things out, we have... Joe Camacho as Wow hell it's me is gone wait uh (laughs) (laughs) it is I, Mr. Dandy, back again. It was a younger better than me for a second there. (laughs) All right now, which one y'all's talking? (laughs) I know, you sound so similar. It's extra confusing now that you're doing that mirror trick with each other. Are y'all mimes? (laughs) Is it mimes or memes? Well, either way. (laughs) That's it. This is going to be a fun party. Last time on Awful Neutral, Pneumonius Rogar had won his soul back from the archdemon Glacia. From the archdevil. She's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) During a USO show, in the besieged dwarven city of Adbar, Rogar put on an inspiring performance of the brand new play tearing through the upper crust of Duke's court, Ghoulbusters. Originally supposed to play a supporting very minor non-speaking role through acts of gonks, uh, through acts of tortle, um, was able to find his way onto the main cast. There, he put on a rousing performance, embarrassing Bill Cush Morath, his nemesis, and Glacia's preferred champion. He's an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Now I recognize the voice. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
So what was the word that uh, you were known for? The inconceivable word? Um, oh, boulder dash. <laughs> boulder dash. Yes. There we go. Yes, oh, the words I can't escape from. <laughs> At the end of the fourth act, Rogar had secured the competition and won his soul back with certainty. With one act left to go, but we're going to stop there with one act left to go. And we're going to join, we're going to step back in time a little bit, and we're going to join one Mr. Chud Bingsley. In fact, it is about an hour before the play. Chud Bingsley has prestidigitated his wizard robes clean. Ah, that's better. I can't wait to see this play. I'm so excited to see some live theater. All I've been able to do is read books and and watch the theater inside the jailhouse, which is really just dudes beating me, which really ain't good theater. <laughs> I mean, some people like it, but it, I mean, hell, it's better than improv. All right, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Any shots at improv I can. He says closing the suite that he is staying in. I'd rather get kicked in the nuts every Christmas than see more improv. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and? All right, everybody. <laughs> For this next encounter, I'm going to need a suggestion. Uh, anybody? <laughs> oh, I, for God's sake. A harpy? Okay. A harpy. No. Dungeon Master's kicking me in the nuts right now. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, oh. I'll give you a location. Hell, that's where I'm in. <laughs> oh, dang it. Freaking improv. Improv is terrific for warming up for acting. <laughs> <laughs> Chud, uh, while ranting about improv, he's closing his sweet door in the Dwarven district, the uh, diplomatic district. Chud, Chud's a hero. You're dying right. That's one sweet door. When he hears from behind him, Mr. Bingsley, <laughs> Mr. Bingsley, good to see you. Good to see you, Mr. Bingsley. Oh, good to be seen. You turn around and you see Bertrand Sandville. Well, howdy, Bertrand. Hell, it's been at least a couple of months, right? I think I saw you in the last episode we did together. Well, I mean, if you're talking about, like, if we're breaking the fourth wall and we're talking the last time, uh, you know, uh, uh, we've met uh, discussing the campaign, doing this role play, it's probably been a couple months. But as far as the storyline goes, I believe we met yesterday. Uh, you no, had just well. come from the, uh, I believe you had just come from the uh, dress rehearsal of the, uh, you know, <laughs> Hell, it uh, feels uh, like months, but every day without you is an eternity, Bertrand. Uh, that means a lot. That's a, to, 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 to hear that from the hero, one of the heroes of Sostagaria, that's, you know, I, it means a lot. Uh, well, you know, I think I, about I, you all the time. Every time I see who's really the president, I think about you. Now, um, <laughs> are we going to go see this play together or what? Well, I wish we could. I wish we could, Mister Bingsley. But unfortunately, the king has uh, has the uh, <laughs> king King Oakenbeard has uh, demanded that uh, that uh, all the heroes of Sostakari, anybody of note, uh, gather in his war chambers. There's a uh, you know, listen. I'm sorry. When it, when the heavy is the head that uh, is the, that wears the crown, and you are uh, somebody who has been gifted, uh, showed competence. Uh, you, you don't get to see the play. I'm sorry. I would love to see a play. I love, uh, personally, I love documentaries about numbers. Freakonomics. Big fan. Big fan. Well, dang it. Can somebody at least give me a bootleg copy and just film it on their rocket talkie? I still keep thinking that technology exists. But, uh, hell, my head is heavy. But, uh, I'll wear that crown. Let's, let's, uh, let's go. I guess I have to miss yet another play. <laughs> Roll a d20 
Chad. Okay. This is a uh, disappointment check. Okay. I rolled it. I rolled a five. Well, the five. Bertrand Sandville can see the disappointment on your face. I'm very sorry. I listen, Mr. Mr. Brinkstein. I wish we could see the play. I really do. But, uh,. Uh, well, you remember the city's under siege. We gotta. By the way, uh, I don't, sorry to change the subject abruptly on you, but uh, have you seen uh, have you seen Mallison? Last night I haven't seen Captain Friedrich. Did they come home? Hell, I ain't seen them since we were in prison together. Feels like eons ago. Gonk Hulskin, are you wearing your uh, tinfoil hat? <laughs> <laughs> in real life. Why? Why not? Let's say that uh, underneath his uh, smelly do-rag, uh, Gonk is uh, still, to this moment, uh, wearing his tinfoil hat so that he can uh, res- restrain um, uh, Mal's constant telepathic bickering. Yes, good. Because if had you not, you would basically would have heard, uh, re- you'd receive radio transmissions of, uh, of, of an inflamed and impassioned uh, Malice and Kill. It, it would sound like one of those pirate love stories. Oh. No, I just I, and you, uh, you can almost hear Bert, you can almost hear Captain Friedrich's voice in the background. Oh yeah, it's oh pull my hair. Oh yeah, just punch me again harder. No harder. That's the stuff. Crush my yeah, head. You can, Curb stomp me. Yeah, I can take it. Let's do this. Bring it <laughs> on. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, take that. <laughs> yes. Mr. Mr. Bingsley, uh, there's uh, been dire news. Uh, the Warforge army has apparently broken off. They will, they will, they will besiege in the city. Apparently, our scouts are reporting that uh, they theorize that we are no longer considered a threat. They're leaving us to the orcs. The uh, the hated orc armies are surrounding the city now. The, they believe that the uh, Warforge armies are actually headed towards uh, the elves. They're going to be their problem. Oh, Claude, have mercy. Well, I'll tell you this. I uh, I may have some secret information. I was told to go back home to Maloklahoma and that I would uh, find the answer there to this invasion. Really? Well, oh, please. That, that is valuable information. Please, come with me. Um, he leads you through uh, a series, uh, through the dwarven stone halls. You see massive dwarven statues uh, of ancient kings. Um, you pass... Uh, you pass, uh, you pass guards that uh, stand still as statues. They're dwarven mountains of muscle. As you approach, you see Gremel Stonebreaker waiting for you at the large stone doors, entering the King's Council chambers. Howdy, Gremel. This place is impressive. Everybody's so still. Mr. Bingsley, it's, uh, it warms my heart to see you every time. I can still see the disappointment in your face from that five-year-old. I know you want to be seeing the play. I want to, too. Gonk got out of it, apparently. Uh, he's not considered uh, a strategic enough mind to be thought to be important enough to this meeting. Well, I just love live entertainment, but uh, in my heart, I'm trying to pretend that all I'm missing is more improv. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I sleep at night, is by thinking it could be worse. I could be at an improv show. Oh, you're a fan of improv. He cut you off. (laughs) I was thinking about joining a troop here after the war is done. Lord, no. (laughs) This day's getting worse. It's an all-paladin improv troop. (laughs) (laughs) We work clean. What are you called? (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) 
Uh, hold on, uh, let's be quiet. Uh, the, the meeting's underway. I was waiting for you. And he escorts you inside. Uh, as you uh, open the large stone doors, you see, despite the vastness of the hall, everybody is gathered around the king's throne. There you see the king. He is surrounded by uh, his most trusted council of dwarven elders and warriors. You also see other factions. You uh, Obviously, you see Bertrand. He joins his uh, faction of diplomats. In one corner, you see uh, Pandaman. Pandaman is surrounded by a bunch of Kenku who are dressed uh, as ninjas. Pandaman, do you look any different from the last time we've seen you? Uh, Pandaman looks very similar to the last time we've seen. He's, he's still in his full costume. It's very mechanized. Uh, you do notice that he has a fancy new belt on. Uh, looks yellow in color. Seems to have many pockets all around the exterior of his costume. Pandaman, nice duds. Oh, Chudley, thank you for, for recognizing. I've dressed up in my finest attire for you. That's a heck of a belt. All you need is one of these, and I show him my big state of Texas buckle. Oh, so wow. Texagarius, or whatever, some, some random Texas. Don't mess with my belt buckle. Yes, it screams attention and not to mess with you. I shall have to get one for myself. Maybe perhaps a little <clears throat> bit more subtle and more candy-flavored. <laughs> Sounds tasty. The Dwarven King interrupts you. How dare ye? <laughs> you are long-legged upstarts. How dare ye interrupt the fine <laughs> uh, scouting report by Dwarfum's very own Elgin Bear Lumpkin. A.K.A. Genuine, the beast from the east, <laughs> the hero of of all dwarfdom. Take it away. <laughs> Genuine has uh, is drinking Cristal from a chalice. By the way, from the last time you've seen him, I believe post-Halloween episode, from the Dream Demon uh, after the uh, Halloween episode. Uh, looking at him now, it looks like he has done very well in Sostagaria. Years have passed. Now, he was the old version of Genuine before, so he was 60 years old. Now you're seeing a uh, Genuine pushing 70, but he's aged like a Kung Fu master. Is he human? I mean, is he, is he, like, uh, is he like an Asimar? Is he somewhat of a celestial in this realm? Tell us more about the mystical being known as Genuine. Genuine, first off, he is dressed in the finest of leathers, and you see he's wearing a couple legendary items, which tells you he's been on some journeys and probably slain uh, some some monsters. He has earned some loot. Um, he has done very well. Uh, he clearly is a trusted figure of the uh, in the Dwarven Kingdom. He is surrounded by a phalanx of, like, fe uh, femme fatale, very uh, rough, tough women. Does he have a steed, a horse, a young horse of any kind? No, but he does have because a Chud crest. would like to put, him, put, <laughs> put a word in for himself. <laughs> does he have a pony? <laughs> he does have a crest, and it says, uh, actually, in Celestial, ride it, my pony. Anybody who reads, does anybody read Celestial? Because if you read Celestial, that's what you would see on his crest. I might. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I can spend a, I can spend a key point to understand it. <laughs> I'm just a bachelor. I'm going to say that because you're basically based on Batman, and um, the DCU Batman is essentially 
um, somebody on par with Superman in terms of like power. We're just saying innately and, you just understand Celestial. And Spock and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, uh, so you're looking around, you also see uh, Sean Sunseeker and uh, what remains of the December, uh, the December Society. You see uh, also uh, Triple G, Gail Gersagar Galgari. Um, I love that guy. <laughs> it's been a while. Just as Genuine resumes his scouting reports, he begins talking about how the orcs have uh, begun taking uh, over for the Warforged in, in the siege. Uh, the Warforged are moving east. He says how uh, he believes because the many of the Warforged were formerly dwarves, they are beings that were whose they were beings who, through empire control, have whose souls have been put into uh, these Warforged. They know many of the dwarven tactics. Uh, they are just as good as the dwarves as what they do in, as far as siegecraft and tactics, except they never tire, they don't need to sleep, they work nonstop. It is a sign of how dire things are that the Warforged no longer consider you guys enough of a threat. They're leaving you guys to the orcs. And he's uh, mentioning how the orcs are reinforced with the gnomish technologies as the gnomes are working with the empire of men. Uh, he's going on about all of that, but Chud, you can't, you don't hear that. Uh, since you've been back, you've kind of felt that there's been less magic all around. Since you've been back, since you've been out of jail, you thought that uh, originally, maybe it was just because you weren't allowed to use magic in jail, there were dampeners, but since you've been free, you're a powerful magical figure. So you're able to you're able to withstand this drought, but these are just not good magical conditions. It's as if something has drained it from this world. But right now in the city, something has caught your attention. Panda Man, <laughs> roll me an investigation check. Chud Bingsley, roll me an Arcana check. I know I know that Gonk isn't really there, but typically men of that cuddly stature and of that sort of you know dad bodishness are typically referred to as bears. So it's just instead of bat, you know, instead of bats. I mean, panda is much more apropos, wouldn't you say so, hot cop? Yes, of course. You know, bear the bear community. We we bears, you know, need that love and support, and you know, just to be directed the way you have uh, kind of described me there, Caleb. I, I truly appreciate it. And uh, I wonder what a appreciate bat your is consideration, in the community. I'm here to look out for my fellows, my fellows. My my fellow that bears. is a very pale, tall, skinny, sallow looking, <laughs> sullen. They have web fingers and web toes, you know. Right. All right. Anyhow, um, uh, do you got those checks for me? Yes, I rolled a twenty-six in Arcana. Uh, the panda man cannot stop staring at Chudley's belt and only rolled an eleven. Oh dang! Didn't mean to blind you with my buckle. Handyman, you're you're uh, you're uh, keen, uh, top of the line, possibly the best in Sostagaria investigation skills. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> failed to notice what Mr. Bingsley and his connection to the to the magical ether can sense. Chud, you sense a sudden increase in magic, like something powerful is happening. Uh, in fact, it's so clear, uh, and because there's really no magical interference anywhere else in the city, you know it's coming from the theater. Oh, I sense a disturbance in the force. It's coming from the theater. They must be performing improv. <laughs> oh, dear God. The demons. 
I know, it's bad news. It's real bad. We should go there. <laughs> check it out and put a stop to it. Tell them to perform a real play with dialogue that's been written and rehearsed or perhaps some stand-up comedy. I have had enough of this interruptions of Genuine's swing mob uh, in uh, insanity and ingenious lyrical uh, grandstanding. If there is anything so important as uh, him reiterating his power uh, and his glory on the Back to Da Basics album, then uh, I will then I will have word of it now or forever hold your tongue in my presence. I never thought I would interrupt Genuine, but this is really important. This isn't the same go. old G. This is Genuine. <laughs> this is the new old G. So you need to check yourself before I wreck yourself. Hand man, roll an insight check. <laughs> that was amazing. Genuine, can you please bring back that beautiful piece of bardic inspiration known as Sex Never Felt Better. <laughs> it was off the Three Kings album. I love that movie as well. I'm personally a fan of that one that goes, is there any more room for me in those jeans? Because, you know, I like that, jeans. That denim. makes so much sense. But I must again chastise you good- for opening your gob in genuine presence. <laughs> I apologize. I, I am a big fan. I just... Are you a big enough fan that you actually checked out his presence, his genuineness in Celebrity Big Brother 21? <laughs> I think not. I've got the entire thing on DVD. <laughs> Steam-powered, of course. Steam-powered DVD. is a fan. He's <laughs> part of me entourage. He's part, I, I, I could barely say, say to such, I'm part of his. I thought I was a super fan, but shut my mouth. I, I, I Just to see my way out, I got to well, go check this you've out. You've always been well versed in dwarven culture, I must say, Chuck <laughs> Bingsley. But, but you can't out-dwarf a dwarf when it comes to the power and the might of the rapper Genuine. <laughs> It's a hundred percent genuine up here. Elgin, Bear, Lumpkin. He like points to the throne behind him. It says like EBL back there. <laughs> Multi-platinum Ooh. albums. Where do you think the platinum came from? None other than the Dwarven Kingdoms. That's where. The well, life, you make good the senior, I mean... the Dwarven Kingdoms. <laughs> Wow, Chad, you have offended the king. I have. I, I apologize. I can see that there's no more room for me in those jeans. So I'm going to just see my <laughs> way out. And I, again, my bad, y'all. I, uh, I'll just, I reckon I just got to take care of this real quick. I love you, Genuine. Love you. Same old. What was that inside check? The inside check was a 12 plus 4 for a 16. You can tell that uh, something urgent is drawing Chad away. Uh, my king, in order to uh, limit the rest of the interruptions, I must follow young Chudley out to make sure he doesn't cause any distractions in the rest of the but, city. But, but, Pandaman, you're going to miss out on the vote <laughs> on whether or not we rename our capital city Chocolate City. <laughs> this is one of the greatest votes of the modern era. <laughs> Paying tribute to that master of lyrical Wizardry. Are you sure you wish to to, to exit now? 
my liege, you have the you have my vote for the chocolate city. Of course, you know this. Another vote for chocolate city. And he like takes his hammer and smashes it to, to the ground. And like there's like an entire chalkboard on that takes up an entire wall and there's like seven thousand like little hash marks on one side and like nothing on the other. Actually no, there's one there's like one chalk mark on the other, but it's like it's like obscured with blood because the person was immediately slain. To be fair, Adbar and Dwarvish mean shit town. So like there's any there they've been looking to upgrade is going to mean Chocolate City. We're changing the we're not changing the name of the We're not changing the name of the town. We're changing the language. Oh Alright, so we're gonna cut there. Uh, as the king as the king uh, as the king's war council again d- goes away from the topic of saving the city and just becomes another fanboy rant. Fine. Genuine. Whatever. Tank, Tyrese, see them out. <laughs> God damn it. Good wow. to have you back, Caleb. So funny. Son of a bitch. I'm so sorry, guys. For being incredible, for shining like a beacon of hope, like a like a someone light light the beacon. Star. <laughs> That's awesome. Like a giant baby Jesus. <laughs> I like to picture my Caleb with like giant angle angel wings. <laughs> I like to picture my Caleb wearing a t-shirt with a tuxedo. You know, something that says it's like, formal but likes to party. He likes to party. <laughs> and he's played lead synth, lead synth for the Cure. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we, so we cut back to the Dwarven Theater. <laughs> it is uh, we're, it is in front of the USO. So you see uh, rows upon rows of uh, mostly Dwarven soldiers. Um, uh, they look like they look weary. They look worried, but, uh, you know, uh, they would have looked worried. They would have looked worried, but they were just blown away by four acts of ghoul busters. They were riveted. Uh, there was even elements of, I hate to break it to you, improv happening. People went off script. No! <laughs> Bulldash. <laughs> See how it works, everyone? Wait, but if there is a script, then we're fine. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, the, the script was a framework. Now, that's good. I'm, you can dance all around as long as there's some sort of a, a Some beat. sort of narrative structure. Uh, uh, Bill Cush Marath, uh, who uh, after losing uh, after losing three acts, uh, was uh, set to kill the rest of the party, but was talked down by Conk. Was convinced that uh, he is an actor, and he is an artist dedicated to his craft. And being as that there is still an audience, there is still a play, and his soul be damned. Is he an artist or not? And he went out and he acted well enough to earn the respect of even his hated nemesis, Rogar. That's wow. Gonk said that? Gonk gave a rousing speech, uh, basically bringing <laughs> out, helping him not do the evil thing. Well, uh, okay. So the lights have faded. The stagehands rush out and begin uh, setting up for the fifth and final act. When all of a sudden you notice all of the applause stops. It is silent. Gonk, you and Rogar and Bilkush look around, you confused. It is then that the lights begin to come back on and you see Glacia. 
that bitch? In the form of Mrs. Caitlin. She is on the stage. She is uh, floating towards you, clapping, her eyes filled red with rage. Well done, boys. Well done. You've bested me. Her hand begins to glow red as uh, she makes balls up a fist. I'm not used to losing these types of competitions, you see, young men. But Mr. Rogar, let me give you something. And she balls up her hand and she, right when you think she's about to make an attack, opens up her palm and you see it looks like a golden statue. People from our our world would know it as an Oscar. We've established the lore in this episode. Let's go ahead and roll me a history a gonk or a gonk you can roll it too. History? Okay. I rolled a one. Number. <laughs> that is a pretty statue. No, it's an ugly statue. It's a naked helmet. It's like nightmarish. <laughs> <laughs> at least he's got his at least he's got his sword that's uh, covering his his nethers. Thank goodness. Plus four, so I got a 14. 14, uh, you know, um, some of the devil lords, if you best them in something, the archdevils, um, you've been known to get something, a gold in something. We've established earlier that uh, you get a gold keytar if you best uh, dispatter. That's and, awesome. <laughs> and you get uh, uh, one of the other devil lords, uh, you don't know which one, gives out a golden fiddle if you best him. Mm. Well, I do enjoy my golden, uh, my golden instrument. Well, I don't know about this. I enjoy gold and everything. <laughs> I can't I'm say a golden that this dragon, is you know. Golden instrument. It looks like it just looks like a tiny little crude representation of a naked hominoid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, no sense in putting on the rest of this bloody play. I didn't. I. The whole point of this was to raise the morale of the troops. I could glamour each and every one of these NPCs out there to fight harder. I can make them think that this was that they saw bloody. Shakespeare, if I wanted to. I, I wanted to rub it. I, uh, this was part of an evil plan to make Rogar feel like crap, and I ended up losing. You know, I remember a time when I would have slayed this entire city just because I was a devil lord, but here I am, our interests aligned. I need you guys to win this war. I need you guys to do good. I need to lend my support in every such way. <sighs> a devil lord wants us to do good? Like, like, you mean like do good, like, like, uh, like, like fantasy Superman does good, or do you want to let's like to do to make good, like on a on a bet or something like that? You really mean that you want us to inspire the troops? Why is that? Thank you. Finally, a character who cares about the story and what's happening, but what not. <laughs> Listen, we're not uh, all just well, genuine and fart jokes. I mean, we do, we do serious, uh, you know, character delving <laughs> what up in here. Isn't that right? Uh, isn't that right, Mal? Oh, wait, she'd abandoned us. I keep forgetting. Yeah, you, you, you move the thing and you hear very dirty talk when the... when nope, the crowd, when never the... again. <laughs> That's, I'm going to staple that bitch onto my noggin as soon as I invent one. Uh, note to Tifi, invent, staple... Gone. Let us just say, we are at a loss for words. <laughs> uh, he, uh, you know, to, to follow the demon lord's uh, 
the follow the demons lords we lead gunk just looks nods and says okay we are i thought you said letters to say <laughs> i am a devil lord do not ever call me a demon lord <laughs> there I, is a difference well i beg your pardon it was, well <laughs> never mind i don't beg nothing okay our interests are aligned. I am here, as you know, as some of you who may or may not know about uh, devil law and whatnot, we are very limited in what we can do to influence events on this realm. We cannot, I w wish I could go and slay every orc up there. And I can, I am free to slaughter mortals uh, in, small, <laughs> in small scale. Humble, but, but we are not allowed to. It would be chaos if each of the devil lords could come up and just uh, enact whatever insidious plan. We are bound by certain laws, and so. But it is, it is imperative to the devils of the uh, the devils of hell, even the gods in the heavens, that this city stand. We are throwing everything. Putting all the, I'm, I'm a devil sponsoring a USO show. We're, we're throwing. We're, things are not looking good. You you guys have really lost shit the bed. I will say, the fates did not predict some of Gertrude's dudes. There's always that. You guys have been able to snatch uh, victory uh, when it was unforeseeable many times. Hell yeah, we snatched victory from the jaws of narrative <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> narrative uh, structure every single time we meet up. Isn't that right? He gives himself a high five. <laughs> At that point, a portal opens and uh, three canaries. Uh, and now this portal, <laughs> when you see the portal, you know, it's like a Rick and Morty style porty, portal as far as the green outline along oh, the yeah. sides. But it, you can actually see beyond. And in there you see into the nine hells you see into glacia's realm you see a hellish palace it looks like a like a level in diablo you know where there it's decorated in bone and brimstone you see like a throne that's oh. where skin has been stretched over it it's metal's hand oh in better times oh, so don't look it's a mess that's my palace in better times i'd have more souls cleaning things up but things are not going well that's all right. It looks like Diablo up in there. Stay a while and listen. <laughs> Sorry, that's a Diablo joke. Uh, yeah, you hear uh, the the Tristram soundtrack uh, in the in the background coming from. <laughs> all right, well, uh, Rogan, you have uh, beaten me. Uh, you are no longer my champion. I. I'm sorry I was rough on you because I couldn't break you. Uh, and she looks at Bilkush. I was able to break this hack. Easily. He was so eager to please, but you, you were always a thorn in my side. Oh, I'm sorry I was rough on you. All right, well, um, normally I would allow you to live out the rest of your life, but um, because things are dire... Not today! <laughs> but because things are dire, and I, I want you to know I am not doing this as revenge. There are rules. I'm doing this because things are dire. I need the power that I've invested in you back, and the only way to do that is to have Bill Kush remove your heart. Bill Kush, if you wouldn't mind, could you please remove Mr. Rogar's heart? <coughs> you can never defeat this heart. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, he needs that. She snaps her fingers, and um, everybody on stage, <laughs> roll me a constitution saving throw. It's going to be a high DC. Ooh. Am I on stage, too? 
No, you are not. You are, okay. um, uh, uh, as soon as the Glacia showed herself, you were alerted. So you can assume that you and, uh, 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 you and Panda Man are in route. Okay. I rolled a two with a bonus of two. So that is a fool. Not good for me. All right, so cut that's 16, so that's a 21. But technically, I get two of them because I have advantage. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I'll take the first one. Chains burst out on the ground. They, they looked, Even though you know that there's not a fiery hellscape beneath this stage, as the chains burst through uh, the stage floor, binding the legs and arms of Demonius Rogar, you can look down and see the nine hells through this hole. Uh, the same thing happens to Gonk. The chains came up and Gonk caught them. All right now, Mr. Bill Push, be a dear. And again, Mr. Rogar, I am sorry. Normally, uh, you're an evil man under normal circumstances. You're, well, you're a vain man. I don't know that you're evil, but you're certainly vain. And under normal circumstances, I'm, I'm pretty sure your soul would find its way back to me in a few years. But I really need my power back. And the only way to do that is to cut it out of you. Mr. Bill Kush, please remove his heart. Bill Kush looks pained for a moment. He looks pained. I'm unbelievably upset right now. <laughs> An eldritch dagger emerges from his hand. It's like a, It looks like Psylocke's energy blade. Nice. He looks very conflicted. He's hesitantly walking towards Rogar. Uh, do we go into initiative yet, since we're in combat? Bill Kush takes a step forward. He raises his hand, and then his Psylocke energy blade disappears. What? He turns around and he says, Hey, Glacia, you know what? How about you can go fuck yourself? This guy's a jerk. Rogar is a fucking asshole. I sold my soul to Spider, but God damn it, he was one of the most talented actors ever. And you have me cut his heart out. I'm not gonna cut my. I'm not. Listen, I might hate the guy, but the guy's an artist. I'm your servant second, and an artist first. You know, go ahead and torture me. And then, in mid sentence, she uh, snaps her fingers. Uh, Bill Cush's mouth, like it's a Tim Burton movie, his mouth disappears. It is. Okay. It's gone. Just before she does that, I say, "Tell the Bill." And uh, he, he looks at you. He's clawing at his mouth. Who? Well, looks like somebody found a backbone. And she snaps at the canaries. Well, we're going to be peeling his skin off for a bit. <laughs> and Bill Cush looks at you, Rogar, with, with a look of desperation as he is dragged away into the portal standing behind Glacia. Bill, I'll always remember you as Bill. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Glacia then turns to uh, some other uh, of her canaries who transform into bone devils, chain devils, or any other type of various member of, of the hellish hierarchy. All right, well, one of you who would like to get promoted, please cut the heart out of this thing so we can get back to the Nine Hells. It is at that point where one of the devils is gladly stepping forward that... Do any of you guys speak Infernal? Mm-hmm. I can understand it with my level, or sorry, my ability that I got uh, at level 13, which is called Touch of Sun and Shadow. I mean, I I studied a little bit of it in undergrad, but <laughs> I never remembered anything. I cheated, I cheated, I did, I said. 
<laughs> uh, right as Bill Kush is being dragged away, that's where we're going to say the door is kicked open, and that is when Panda Man and Chud Bingsley enter the, the chamber. They look on the stage, they see the drama unfolding, they notice that everybody in the audience is frozen in time. Every one of the stagehands uh, has a similar effect. Wow. Good lord, what's going on here? Everybody's frozen. This is a heck of a boring play. <laughs> I think they're uh, under the effect of improv, Chudley. Mmm, that explains it. Bored to tears. We ain't missed much. We get closer to investigate. It is at that point where, as you're watching uh, this drama unfold, you guys just saw Bill Cush Marath get dragged into hell. Not too dissimilar from the bad guys in the movie Ghost. Just dragged oh, into the portal behind. <laughs> yeah, nightmare inducing. <laughs> it looks like everybody that is on the stage is basically about to get dragged into hell by chains. Is that what we see? Or by shitty special effects. It was just just Bill Cush. A couple of the Bone Devils are cutting, moving forward. They're actually jockeying for position to be who the one who gets to cut out Rogar's heart. It is at that point another Bone Devil bursts through the portal. He looks exacerbated. Uh, he says in Infernal, "Who can spend Infernal? Are you going to spend a key point to speak Infernal?" I actually reread the ability. I don't. I don't have to spend a key point. I just understand anything. And the ability is called. Tongue of the sun and moon. You understand all spoken languages, and any creature that can understand a language can understand what you say. Cool. All right, Panda Man, everybody else, it just sounds like somebody speaking in tongues. It sounds like immortal screams. Wow. But Panda Man, you actually understand what is said. You hear, my queen, demons have invaded the palace. You need it at once. I needed it at once. Can the others not handle anything at all? Uh, Mephisto was in charge of the defenses. Uh, even Dispatter didn't say anything about this. Uh, he probably is... Dispatter is probably high on chili again. <laughs> it is at that point a giant sword comes through the portal. Like We're talking massive, like almost kaiju-esque sword. Like if a kaiju could hold a sword, comes through the portal. It completely bisects the... Uh, bone Devil standing in front of Glacia. What the hell was that? At that point, a massive hand reaches through the portal. It grabs Glacia around her waist. This is a like a massive red humanoid arm, it's like a really buff, hairless King Kong arm, <laughs> just came through the portal with red skin. Unhand me! And she sheds her Mrs. Doubtfire-esque form. Uh, and the red, and she now looks like a proper archdevil. The red hand explodes with her rage and pulls itself back through the portal. I am needed elsewhere. And she zips back through the portal. Portal is just standing wide open. That has just happened in front of you guys. Jeez. Well, that just happened. <laughs> Chetley, from what I understood from that uh, demon's talking, it appears that the they have a palace that's being invaded and... Yeah, that's what it seems like. Also, seems like people would rather go to hell than watch improv. <laughs> I, I completely agree. We came just in the nick of time, it seems like. Phew, thank goodness. Is Gonk still sort of like hellraisered to the ground? What's going on with uh, the chains? Are they Have they disappeared? No, the, the, the chains are gone. As a matter of fact, Rogar, even though you won your soul back, she left without collecting her powers. While you feel like... You feel like... For the first time, there isn't this sort of Damocles hanging over your head. You're, you feel free, truly free. But at the same time, you shouldn't have your powers. You still do. 
Well, of course I do. I'm not giving them up easily. <laughs> Yeah, you were kind of saved by the bell on that. Uh, you guys are uh, going through having some comical banter when all of a sudden you see fingers grasp the portal and you see the portal slowly being ripped open, this this uh, t- tear between the fabrics of our realities. Stepping through it, you see a massive Baylor. A Baylor, by the way, is uh, would be very similar to a, like the Balrog from Lord of the Rings. It is. Go ahead and roll me a religion check, religion or history check, everybody. As this giant demon, his hand Any is missing. Any gods roasted in the depths of the Baylor that day? I can tell you. <laughs> Sorry, I rolled a twenty-five a, in history. A cool buster. <laughs> joke. There. Cool buster. There is no gonk, only Zul. Mister Dandy rolled a ten. So that would be a 17. Uh, I rolled an 18, so with four on history, so that's a 22. Chud, this, this, this is a Baylor. This, these things are usually generals in uh, demonic armies, uh, demons being the uh, arch enemies of devils. For this thing to have come through the portal means that it and possibly other forces were just inside of Glacia's inner sanctum. This creature is ripping its way through the realities. This one uh, is the one Glacia damage. It's doing so filled with rage as it's missing its right hand. It still holds a fiery whip. It has completely stepped through the portal. It stands before you. It bellows a mighty roar. Everybody, roll for initiative. Yes. All of the patrons to this play get up. The panic ensues as demons pour through this portal behind the Baylor. Not only do you have this, your hands full with this big guy up on stage, but uh, many small demons are beginning to slowly climb their way out in large numbers. It is at that point that uh, you hear Captain Friedrich's voice. And just like the fantasy Brock Samson that he is, slashes his way through the smaller demons. <laughs> oh, there's so many demons in the way. I gotta, out of the way, demons. Oh, God. He's covered in kisses, by the way, from uh, Malice and Kill. Like there's a bunch of like, like comically, uh, like Tex Avery lipstick marks around his face. You demons can't bring me down. I'm still in bliss from my lovely Malice and Try to get some. Some demons are. <laughs> try to get uh, some action. Try to get some. You demons are in the way. When slashing his way up through the portal with his mighty two-handed axe, finally gets to the portal and with uh, a big shove, throws many of the lesser demons back through the portal. All right, you guys, I'll hold the portal here. He is such a tough badass of a warrior that the uh, heat radiating from this portal, the heat of the hells, doesn't even make him flinch. Just as easily as one would jump a small fence, he jump hops into the nine hells. Uh, you see demonic blood immediately begin splashing out from, of the portal. Also, the crowd is panicking, beginning to trample themselves. It is then that you hear the most oh, no, melodic- Oh no, world! <laughs> you hear a, mo- <laughs> a melodic voice. Uh, you hear everybody calm down. Rhythmic thumping can be heard throughout the stadium. The the crowd, is, uh, against all reason, stops panicking and focuses on this rhythm. That is when you hear an amplified, genuine, through a loudspeaker. Everybody, <laughs> calm down and file this way, especially the ladies. 
his <laughs> voice echoes through the auditorium. Uh, wherever he is, this bard of the ages is playing a soothing tune that is, uh, <laughs> uh, it is causing an orderly and sexy exit from this auditorium. He has like like a small gang of dwarves. They're all named Elgin, they're, and they're just popping and locking, just waiting for him to... <laughs> Masterful, masterful beats, master genuine. <laughs> we, don't, we don't refer to ourselves as dwarves anymore. We're now the swing mob. <laughs> I'll be making into the walker jabbers yet. I will with these fresh dance moves. <laughs> I'm just curse just playing, the world just for being in turmoil. The I was a dancer before I was a soldier. <laughs> the walker jabbers, I love it. <laughs> the walker jabbers. Uh, uh, so, uh, wow, a lot has happened in the six seconds, uh, but that, but there you guys stand. Combat has started. Um, we are going to start with Gonk. You have the highest initiative roll. The Baylor stands roughly 30 feet in front of you, the portal about 40 feet, uh, I'm sorry, 10 feet behind him. 10 feet behind him, eh? Okay. Uh, Gonk is going to enter combat, obviously. You Dirty demonic souls and so I curse you. With that, he he uh, <laughs> decides to uh, enter a rage, please. <laughs> Granted, such a polite rage. You may. A li- he, he, it's I can't believe it's not rage. Uh, no, it's total rage. It's friggin' rage. He like uh, his eyes. Rage against the rude. It's it. His eyes go. His his uh, uh, his pupils. Uh, contract uh, steam comes billowing out of his nose and mouth he takes these gigantic um, almost seismic breaths that you guys can feel rumbling through the ground Um, he hasn't even drawn a weapon yet and he is just literally going to uh, charge forward and with, um, still dressed as a ghoul buster. He's still, still in costume, he's by still, the way. Exactly. He still has his, uh, I'm going to say, just it's it's like a proton pack made out of steampunk garbage uh, that's strapped to his, <laughs> strapped to his back. Uh, maybe he's got like a little uh, stuffy slimer that's bouncing back and up and down, uh, you know, frenetically as he just pounds the ground in a st- straight up like fullback um, rush. Uh, towards the uh, Baylor, uh, as he reaches it, he grabs. Um, he reaches over his, his shoulder, leaps into the air, yanking out Leviathan's lament, which cleaves the air around it. This massive, uh, curved cutlass. You look like Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. That's it. With a huge ass sword. With a huge ass sword, except it's curved, which is I don't know. It's it's just as dumb, but it still looks cool. And um, must look at such badass. But he is not aiming at the uh, Baylor. He's aiming through the Baylor. He is going to uh, do a single attack. Let's see if I hit. Does a 14 hit our Baylor? I'm going to assume not. <laughs> Go ahead and give me an attack roll. Attack roll is 14. That's right. That's and my he's attacking recklessly. Thank you very much. I appreciate that very <laughs> intensely. Okay, so... Great, I cannot wait to smash you because you will roll on a defensive disadvantage. <laughs> uh, what is the name of the, uh, the pro wrestler who continually just shouts woo over and over again? 
Ric Flair. That would be Ric Flair. Okay, he is like a giant reptilian Rip Fla- uh, Ric Flair, uh, just like <laughs> leaping a good like three or four feet into the air with a loud, ooh, and he is like going to bring it down right on top of the Baylor's uh, shoulder, you know, wherever, the, right at the clavicle. Uh, see, attacking recklessly, attacking recklessly. You guys see this uh, this uh, biological boulder, this uh, this turtle, this 500 pound living uh, death machine, jumping through the air like a fucking anime character, slicing downwards. But will it make contact? Well, uh, my second one. Okay, so this is I attack at uh, attack with advantage. Uh, sorry, with advantage. So that'd be uh, my second. Uh, that's with an 18. Does that does that hit? Uh, it certainly hits. All right. Uh, yes, the blades roll damage. Uh, the blade, uh, it is a magical blade. Uh, he... Well, not only that, but as soon as... Uh, yes, uh, you, you're, you, you're, uh, the magical, uh, nature, uh, cuts through his immunities. It, it, by the way, does... Go ahead and roll damage as this blade sinks deep within this Baylor shoulder. You got it. Uh, one last thing. Uh, does he, um... Uh, he has now entered my storm aura as well. Uh, there is like this crackle of St. Elmo's fire across him, uh, across uh, Gonk's um, uh, barnacled back and shoulders, uh, and the it uh, crackles around the blade as it uh, impacts uh, the uh, the neck of the Baylor. Does uh, the Baylor have any? Uh, Electricity uh, resistance, resistances. He does have a resistance to uh, cold and lightning, and d- I'm not going to give you any more. But resistances to cold and lightning. All right, so he does take half damage. That's going to be, let's see, that's two d six. So that's an eighteen total. Eighteen. Okay, perfect. I love it. And as soon as it, uh, as I said before, he's raging through the Baylor. As soon as. Um, Leviathan's Lament makes contact and carves uh, not as deeply as it may have, uh, but into the uh, into the profane flesh of the demon. Gonk sets his shoulder and continue and uh, lands on the ground and continues running. Um, he is charging through the Baylor and he's going to push him back. Uh, try and push him back ten feet. As a charger. Okay. Since that's one of his... Uh, uh, do I have to roll anything for that? You do. You need to make a... Tech, technically, it's my second attack. Uh, oh, reckless attack. There you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> push him. I love it. You're going to push him into the portal. I'm push I, him. Oh. It's exactly 10 God feet behind. damn you, you motherfuckers. Kobayashi, we me again. All right. I got to do something. Still, <laughs> is the portal still clogged with... Uh, with blood. Of, 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 <laughs> no, you uh, have uh, you have uh, created a uh, lesser demon blender on the other side. Like you're uh, you're tr- like picture Brock Sampson at his uh, most uh, hilariously murderous, and that's the way Captain Friedrich is with that battle axe the other other side. Oh, so Friedrich went in there all the way and is and is attacking them. Okay, I, I I strangely pictured him sitting on the portal and blocking <laughs> it with his butt. I don't know why. It's not what you said, but I hey, take a dump on these demons. Uh, <laughs> no, the, uh, the, the portal is uh, more vertical, so it's like uh, okay. you, you jump through, but like the heights are different. So you jump through, like clearly there's a height difference. Uh, you're there, you are just off camera uh, inside this portal. You can they can see blood splashing up through the portal. You can hear Captain Friedrich laughing, as probably a seasoned warrior like him has few opportunities to cut loose as he is doing right now. Oh, this is fun. 
Okay, cool. What's the uh, distance? To the... 30 meters. Oh, I'm sorry. What, I'm sorry, Caleb. What's the check? It's 30 meters from where you guys are it's to the Baylor feet. and 40 meters to the portal. 30 feet. Feet. Which, is, the te- which is a full 30 motion. 30 feet to the portal or to the Baylor? 40 to the portal, 30 to the Baylor. Okay, thank you. Uh, and I can move 10 feet. It is. It Technically, it counts as my second attack. Allowed it as a variant rule. So basically, what you need to do is, um, if you want to allow it, you need to, you and I, uh, sorry, the Baylor and Gonk need to do a strength check, sort of like a strength contest. Um, All right. Eight. He rolled a 15. All right. So I rolled a 21 plus my rage. Uh, that is a, I'm going to say, do I need to add the, the rage to that? No, no, no! You, you fucking, you, you push him back. All right, you we win. Congrats, uh, the. Uh, I win. <laughs> yay, yay, me, guys! This massive nice. Baylor was not expecting so much strength concentrated in one place as this bowling ball of a turtle, this cannonball, redirects its force after its slash and uh, barrels into the midsection. You hear this uh, cacophonous "Clear the deck!" as. Uh, as uh, Gonk sets his shoulder against it and manages to push, like, you know, using some sort of crazy nautical uh, tactic, uh, push the Baylor back a good 10 feet. <laughs> Be the ball, he thinks, as he like smashes say, he in ball form. came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine is playing Miley Cyrus softly in the background. You can hear him, like, like Whatever party he has with the uh, survivors of this, like they're they're bumping stuff outside. Would you say it's a party in the USA? <laughs> <laughs> I would not, but it is a party in Adbar. As long as the A stands for Adbar, then yes. The United States of Adbar. United Smithing Guild of Adbar. Smith Guild, one word. <laughs> Perfect. His uh, the Baylor crashes back. He uh, stumbles briefly through. Uh, he is at the uh, entrance to the portal. He's uh, right at the precipice of the portal. Uh, in fact, like when you do it, his uh, his butt kind of falls through, and he has, has to catch himself with the borders of the uh, <laughs> giant Baylor. Is like whoop 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 whoop. Finally, a worthy adversary. <laughs> I will dine on. Devil flesh and mortal flesh this day. He says in Abyssal. <laughs> <He> says, <laughs> I ain't got no idea what you're saying. <laughs> sounds like you want some more. It just sounds like the uh, uh, tortured screams of souls to all of you. <laughs> Next up, we have the layer. Now for this, I'm just going to roll a D4. And I have a little table here. Three. You have a little okay. table there? His actual lair is attacking us now. They call those coffee tables. <laughs> <laughs> By lair, I mean the portal. Well, of course. A bodak appears. This is a almost undead zombie-like creature stumbles past, I guess, uh, the uh, murder rampage. Uh, you, it, in fact, it actually looks worried. It's fleeing from Captain Friedrich as it climbs through the portal to escape. It is this humanoid, demonic-looking, uh, chaotic, evil fiend. Uh, it looks kind of like, uh, I guess, a, if if, uh, if you imagine what a demon would look like if it went through zombification, like a devil. 
It, um, it has it has horns, but also has its jaw kind of hanging off. It has flesh hanging from its eye sockets. Uh, putrid pus uh, seeps from every orifice, and there are many as uh, rot has seeped in. Uh, and uh, and hellfire emerges from the holes, some of the holes, as its eyes shine bright with uh, blue hate. And Gertie, uh, Gertie, and is fire. that you? I ain't seen you in so long, Gertie. <laughs> it's so nice to be reacquainted <laughs> with my old friend Gertie. Oh dang! Wait, hold on. Let me let me put on yep. my perspective. Wait a oh perspective. Oh, that ain't Gertie at all. <laughs> Sorry, Mind fellas. If I a smoke. I was way off. <laughs> Okay, so this uh, Bodak has entered combat. Is that so? Is that an undead creature? Uh, it Super is. Super duper undead, yeah. It counts as undead and uh, chaotic uh, uh, and a fiend. Okay. I really appreciate. And I'm adding him to the end of the order. How much Ted Lasso uh, has sort of like emerged in in Chud? Like, yeah. I've never how seen hap- it. Oh. Oh, it's great. You gotta watch. You would it. enjoy it. It's really good. I don't have. Apple TV or whatever. You don't need to. Just keep doing Chud the way you are. So the Bodak has appeared. Um, Eyes flaming. Uh, I'm going to drop it at the bottom of the order. Uh, Yes. Uh, Captain Friedrich has let one pass him by. Um, Oh, no. I missed one. Chud, are you fighting the wrong other side? That's the wrong wrong voice. (laughs) Chudodak. I missed one, too. It's me, Blanche Poupel. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why, but I missed one as well. Uh, next up, we have Panda Man. Oh my, uh, this is quite the situation we have ourselves in, boys. Uh, Mr. DM, may I try something extremely crazy? <laughs> <laughs> A booming voice from the heavens says, I'll allow it. Hey, I sound Mr. Crazy right now. Mr. The panda man will withdraw a long, extremely long rope candy from his utility belt. It just seems to, <laughs> <laughs> it appears to never stop ending. Uh, he'll then uh, wrap it up in his hands and start swinging around like a lasso. And then he'll start running along the walls um, about head height of this Baylor and try to lasso the Baylor around the uh, head and neck. Let's see. Um, that sounds like a dexterity check, doesn't it? Would you say it's an acrobatics check? You know what? I would say yes. If you're running along the walls, if you're crouching, tigering it. Oh, I see. You let him go. Yes, <laughs> I, I will. Um, I am a generous dungeon master. I'll allow it again. <laughs> you hear uh, come from the heavens. <laughs> Tell him large Marge sent you. <laughs> the clown is down. <laughs> God damn it, Caleb. Can you be the voice? It's no. so much better. <laughs> Mr. Dandy rolls an 11 plus 10 for a 21. Shit. Uh, uh, yeah, I was. I even had a high DC on that because uh, you're lassoing a fucking demon's mouth. But hey, Batman is fucking immortal in the he's, uh, he's an omega level threat in the DC comics. Why wouldn't he be an omega level threat here? Why not? Yes. Uh, you crouching tiger, you bounce off the walls like Chow Young Fat. 
Uh, you produce, uh, yeah, well, at the same time, lassoing like Roy Rogers, you twirling the ro- twirling the candy rope above your head, you sling it. It cinches down as if you had been doing this for years, or as if you had guided it in with otherworldly powers around this Baylor's mouth. You said right? Uh, yes. This ma- mouth works. Yes, like a like a fine horse bit in his mouth. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, it is in his mouth. It is not cinched his mouth. It is in. Between. It is in his jaw. And because it is uh, your fine made, and we're gonna say terribly made candy rope, it is able to res- <laughs> and unchewable. It is. <laughs> it is not dissolving in this demon's hot caustic mouth. And uh, how much of my action slash movement would that have consumed? But I'm gonna say you're gonna have to have uh, used your bonus action to dash. Action, like action either, and huh? full, one of my actions in full movement. I'll barter with you, yeah. DM. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. That's, I like that better. Uh, yeah, we're going to say it costs you an action to uh, lasso and um, uh, commit that feat of uh, gymnastics. <laughs> All right. And as I look through this portal into hell, is there uh, any area of dim light that I can see? There are pits. Yeah, I mean, dim light. Uh, this is a rage. I, I, this is a. You look inside this portal. You see a uh, fiery palace that is under assault. That is under assault by. Um, you see devils and demons clashing on the other side of this portal. Uh, as you're seeing that, uh, one of the fiery braziers and chandeliers gets crashed to the ground, uh, creating a uh, darkened spot far in the uh, far in the distance in this echoey palace. I, I would like to use my grappling hook and grappling hook to that location with the rope still in hand and try to pull him towards the portal if possible. Okay, uh, you're going to have to roll a disadvantage for this. Uh, and it's going to be, uh, I'm going to say a DC of 15. Uh, and what kind of check would you like me to make for that, sir? I'm going to say dexterity on this one. You're aiming. It's a natural 20 plus 10 for a 30. A disadvantage. Uh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give you, I, I, I try to be the most generous dungeon fun uncle. What? <laughs> What about a, uh, a 12 plus 10 for a 22? Awesome. You have, uh, so you wanted to pull him deeper in? You wanted to pull him through? Yes. Uh, Mr. Dandy is attempting to pull himself into the depths of hell with the Baylor to save his friends. Okay. Um, Mr. Dandy, uh, I'm going to say you sure as shit made that shot. For that, with that role, you made the shot. Uh, and you sure as shit have gone into hell. We're going to say that... Uh, I'm going to have the Baylor do a strength, a strength saving throw to see if he uh, just, uh, if, if he's uh, knocked off balance, gets thrown through the portal. If he goes with you. Certainly what you have done is restrained him at the very least. So he is uh, easier. To, he's going to have to get through your candy rope and being pulled through uh, a portal <laughs> before he can do combat. I love this stupid fucking game. <laughs> He'll have to get through your candy rope. <laughs> this is a yes and podcast, Caleb. I love it. Just I'm just having pure joy, that's all. <laughs> he rolled a seven plus eight. He rolled a fifteen. He f- just barely fails this saving throw. And alright, so he start he tumbles through, just like uh, you know, if you've ever seen somebody drunkenly fall backwards while sitting on a bench. He slowly falls through, is pulled through this portal. You hear a loud crash 
Uh, that is going to be your turn, I would imagine. Yes, sir. Moving right along, Rogar. Yes. You are up. Has he been knocked through the portal yet or no? Uh, yes. Uh, you don't, because it, it, that reality is in somewhere else, you don't hear, uh, you expect to hear a cacophonous thud as this uh, kaiju, this evil kaiju, <laughs> uh, topples through the portal. It's a big-ass demon coming through. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, Mr. Dandy? How you doing? Sorry, Friedrich, I guess I should have warned you before doing this. That's all right. Why don't you help me kick these guys' asses? Uh, trying to save the, the rest of the party. Be right there. Let's uh. do this. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought you'd sound more gruff. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, can you say, where is she? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> where is she? <laughs> A zombie demon thing. Uh, it is at the edge of the portal, so from your starting position, it is 40 feet away. And how far is it to the portal? He's like right outside of it, right? Yeah. He like just came through the portal, I think. Okay, so he's standing right in front of it. Pretty much. So I believe just as a warlock would always do, let me hit it with that Eldritch Blast. And then I'm also going to push it back 10. <laughs> Knocking his ass right back to where he came from. There's only room enough for one on this stage, even though there's many of us. <laughs> Give me an attack roll. Your Thurston Howell has gotten, like, razor sharp. BT dubs. <laughs> I'm just saying, his, his Gilligan's Island character uh, has been... It, it's just gotten sharper and sharper. It's quite good. <laughs> here, here. Well, thank you, lover. I take so it So that is uh, 1d10 plus 5, so that equals 7. But of course, I launched this puppy three times. <laughs> That's one, a two, a three. <laughs> you know, I auditioned to be in that commercial. <laughs> Tootsie Roll went in a different direction. <laughs> they cursed that stupid owl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me a three uh, attack rolls. Se all right, so you rolled a 17, and then the rest of your rolls were much higher than that. So Correct. all three of yours hit. Nice. Uh, go ahead and roll me some damage. We're going to see if you can take this bitch out. You undead bitch. <laughs> so that would be 15 damage. For the first one, how much for the second one? Just the go ahead and roll the next. Uh... Six on the second. And for my finale, 13. 13, yeah. You blast three holes in this thing's abdomen with the relative radius of a Coke can through this fiend's body. It's a pretty tight shot group, too. Dang, Gertie, no. Oh, Gertie, you're so... It oh, I keep forgetting. That's not Gertie. I'm so sorry, y'all. Uh, how Proceed. do you shoot these uh, Eldritch Blasts, by the way? What? How does how does a Rogar blast these? Through his dragon nose? Oh, no, of course <laughs> I... I launch it through the fingertips in the most dramatic of fashions. A little bit of uh, jazz hands, if you will. Little, little habity do, little, uh, little booyah in the end, if you will. <laughs> There's a little. Uh, he does like a little tap. Like, oh, I was trained in tap as well as 17 other entertainment disciplines. <laughs> you call those jazz fingers? These are jazz fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from like the, the jazziest of places. <laughs> He just, he does the, like, the salt bay thing, you know, it's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just salt bay that under the class? That was amazing. I call it my salt blast. Uh, yeah, if anybody's watching right now, there is, uh, there is some style. Um, 
this warlock fucks. Oh, um, no. <laughs> uh, this, uh, so, um, uh, you put three holes in this bodak. Uh, it is still standing, but and it's, uh, it, it, but it, the fire in its eyes has grown quite a bit dimmer. But you can see uh, uh, bits of hellfire escaping uh, these three gaping open wounds you've created in its body. I think that's the end of your actions. I believe that is the end of Act One. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> can I yell out, "Stand aside, Rogar!" As I take a. a a small curtsy and a, uh, a toro of a uh, bringing on the next act. I sidestep either direction that you choose, <laughs> of course, and uh, on next. As he steps aside, it becomes Chud's turn. What does Chud do? All right, well, what I was going to try to do is cast Thunder Wave, but I don't want to blast it into Rogar, Dave. The Thunder Wave is a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you each Creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes uh, 2d8, it increases with level, and it's pushed 10 feet away from you. So I was try I'm trying to blast this thing into the portal with Thunder Wave. It is within your distance. You can do it, absolutely, but you'd have to move closer to do it. I'd have to move closer, so can I? So Rogar will not be in your way. Okay, so can I dash forward and, and cast the spell, or? Yes. Okay, I'm going to try that, and as I do, I say, Sorry for telling you to clear out the way, Rogar. You were not in my way at all. i just having trouble with my glasses today, y'all. Let me polish these suckers up. Oh, Gertie, no! Oh, wait, no, hold on. All right. Rogar and his dramatics were <laughs> sucking up all the air in the room. <laughs> <laughs> there was no room for Chud to grab the stage, center stage. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. I'm on the crew. I cast... Thunder wave. I make a constitution check. I rolled a seven. Uh, the I'm sorry, the Bodak rolled a seven. Okay. What's the check? Because <laughs> uh, he rolled says, a ten. It uh, says constitution DC 17. Uh, no, the Bodak rolled a 10. Uh, so uh, this zombie is force pushed backwards through the portal. It says uh, it does 22 damage. That kills him, but, you know, just as in true Mortal Kombat overkill fashion, he actually uh, falls through and lands uh, mid, uh, catches one of Captain Friedrich's unintended swings as he's battling, continues nice. battling down at the bottom. Mortal Kombat! Just wanted to yell it <laughs> out, y'all. Uh, is that the end of your turn? I think so. I mean, uh, there's really nothing else to do. Uh, we've defeated these assholes easily. <laughs> no, um... Should we go into the portal and f and uh, help them out? I feel like that's the next step. I'm not. Should I give me an Arcana check. Uh, it's a twenty. Right. I uh, have ninety-four. Uh, twenty. Uh, yeah, Chud. You know, uh, you you you're able to look at this spell in the same way that like Neo looks at the Matrix. You can see the code. You can see the uh, underlying. Uh, uh, makeup of the magics that is tearing this portal apart. You understand, this is just simple infernal magic. Nothing crazy. Uh, you, you could undo it uh, just as, you know, one as a mechanic would uh, take out a transmission. Uh, it's just going to require <laughs> one full turn to uh, to close this. Uh, one full turn and some concentration to uh, to close this. What about our allies that are inside the portal, though? We would lose them, correct? Well, I mean, we, how when you want to do this is up to you, but you uh, with that with that check, you just know that's what you'd have to do. All right, y'all. Well, I looked at this portal, and the spoon is not a spoon. I know my matrix now. 
And uh, I can close this sucker anytime you want. It's just like a valve. And uh, I think, though, we probably should go in and get our boys first. Mm -hmm. What y'all think? Deja vu? Oh, crap. A woman in a red dress crashes her eye as she walks through the theater. Mr. Uh, Anderson. <laughs> y'all, I know Kung Fu. It is the Baylor's turn. He is going to use half of his movement speed to stand up. Now he's inside the portal fighting uh, Friedrich and, and Pandaman. He is back inside Glacia's realm. He is uh, through the portal. However, you hear evil laughing on one side of the portal one second, and the next second you hear it. The villain has teleported right behind you. He is laughing this uh, right next to, he is right behind Rogar. The Baylor can teleport uh, magically al along with any equipment he is carrying up to 120 feet in any unoccupied space it can use. Because standing through there, he has line of sight. He can travel through the portal. Would a candy rope fashioned as a horse bit be considered part of his equipment? And uh, it would, and a panda man <laughs> attached to that be considered part of his equipment as well. I was going to say fuck no. I like it. He teleports through, but you're, but there is precedent in fantasy for it's connected <laughs> two to him beings like he's attached <laughs> by something by being uh, transported. Nightcrawler rules. Yeah. Okay. Because you're making contact through the candy rope and the magical <laughs> properties of the candy rope, just like electricity through copper wire. <laughs> Travel through, uh, affecting you with a teleport spell. Uh, I will say though, you teleport very high up. Uh, give me a dexterity check as you fall. Uh, as you fall 40 feet. In uh, that'd be another natural 20 plus 10 for a 30. Plus God I, damn it. Plus I have slow Bruce Wayne. He's Bruce Wayne, everybody. In, in case it does matter, I, I have slow fall, which reduces my damage by 65 as well. So. How do you land? I want to land on this motherfucker's back, gripping on tightly to the rope to the back of his neck. With you know, I was gonna say fuck no. You already got so much, but with a twenty, <laughs> I, it's it's hard to say. I can't, just can't say no to that. So. <laughs> I will allow it. Holy shit! Panda man is water skiing on his back. It's, it's like the writers at DC also write Panda Man. <laughs> Don't worry about me, boys. Just fuck this guy right up. <laughs> Your voice just doesn't match your actions. <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot to put on the uh, voice tuner before doing this. Just give me a couple seconds. I'll, I'll do it while I'm fucking on, around on this guy's back. <laughs> Jeremy Irons, like, pops in, does a fun little vocal mic on him, pops out. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like Bane. Is, is this the one I should be using, boys, or is this too, too much? More damn Holy crap. <laughs> Are you the hero the city deserves or not? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll just stick with the normal voice then. Sorry, I bit screwed up. Captain Featherbeard's going to be beaten for uh, not repairing this when you get back. Um, we're going to say uh, he is going to take his main hand attack. His hand is missing. He is going to take a swing. Uh, the, you can see lava-like blood pouring from his uh, his wound that just doesn't seem to end, even though it's he's been bleeding for a while. If he was a human, he would have passed out long ago, but uh, demonic physiology is much different. You could see a razor sharp brimstone bone coming out as he slams it down, trying to, uh, making an attack on Rogar. He has a plus 14 Rogar, so Ooh. you do have a chance of it missing. It is possible. It's just not likely. He rolled an 18 plus the 14. So Rogar, uh, you get fucked up. Yeesh. Because this is gonna hurt. <laughs> 
Uh, Damien, <laughs> you said that you used my reaction to fall on his back, right? Uh, yes. Your reaction's done. You. <laughs> it's not my fault I rolled a 20 and I had slow... F you put me in that position, dude. You put me in a position to do a dex check. And I had slow fall. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. I'll, I'll tell you what. You could either you could you could use your reaction to land on his back, or you could <laughs> land uh, perfectly safely in front of the Baylor. Not on his back. You will not have the position you want, but your reaction will. Just be say there. that he does like a friggin' Legolas like slide down the Baylor's tail and like, it, it, like <laughs> yabba dabba do. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here no, with I'm, me. No, I'm fine where it's. A Dave can get punched in the face. <laughs> so how much damage did I take there? Sorry about that. Uh, you took 21 from the slash alone. After he hits you and the uh, all the force is done, a bolt of lightning strikes down afterwards, doing 3d8 damage. So again, that's 21 for the, sl for the uh, bone strike alone. And then rolled the wrong... I was rolling d8s. My mistake. It's d6s. I mean, <laughs> I actually rolled higher with the d6s than I did with the d they say, slow your roll. <laughs> Good grief. Well, fuck yourself. Good grief. Take one of those dives and roll Good it up grief. your ass. Nine more damage. So, 30? Yes. Uh, Rogar goes, is smashed through this wooden stage. P pieces of broken wood, broken uh, lumber are flying all over the place as this bolt of lightning uh, starts little fires. Rogar, you are um, smashed into a stage. Uh, we will say with his next attack, he will uh, use his whip. Who else is still out? He sees a gonk, uh, the being uh, the mortal who dare challenge his might. A fiery blue uh, whip, not unlike but distinctively different from the intellectual property uh, known <laughs> as the Balrog, produces a fiery whip that he is going to swing at Gonk, trying to do his best scorpion impersonation. He rolled an 18, uh, and he has a plus 14 to the whip. Uh, I believe you, uh, since you went reckless, it was at disadvantage. That's correct. Uh, so yeah, you, um, he, uh, he, t he uh, we're going to say he sticks with the 30 plus roll. A fiery whip wraps itself around Gonk's mix midsection. You can smell a burning shell as uh, the flames of this uh, singe your skin. Nice. You have, you are raging. I am so raging. You roll some damage now. Some shit ass roll. Um, uh, Gonk, you got off easy on this first one. You only take 11 damage for, for, for the, the whip. Slashing. After the whip, you there's a, a 3d6 fire damage. Uh, do you take reduced fire damage or anything? I do not. I have resistance for uh, electricity, that's it. Or lightning, I should say. You took the uh, uh, 11 damage. Uh, now you also take seven more on top of that. Gonk, you are violently uh, yanked towards this uh, Balrog. You smash into this uh, undead being's chiseled eight-pack abs uh, <laughs> into this kaiju's ripped abs. Yeah, he's a demon and everything, but like, yeah, this guy doesn't neglect his core. Like, that's credit where it's due. You hit his abs and fall uh, to the ground. Nice. And he says he has moved and done his multi-attack. That's it. That's all he has. Uh, he does have a fire aura, so any creature within his area takes... 3d6. So we're going to say that Gonk and Rogar, uh, you take... Shit. 
22 damage. More damage? Oh, you know what? I forgot to take that into account when I uh, hit it the first time. Did we take a bunch of damage in the last episode, Damien? Back to the top of the order. Gonk, you are up. All right. Uh, Gonk is smoking. Gonk is steaming. Gonk is steaming mad at this Baylor. He is still raging. Let me take off another 22 points. Thank you very much. Just because I'm God, I didn't take that 22 damage for being on the Baylor's back, correct? Uh, no, actually, I completely forgot about it. And, and yeah, I completely forgot in targeting. Like, he, sh- he should have been beating your ass, too, but he didn't. Uh, so, uh, instead, uh, yeah, you do take that 22 damage. Thank you. Unless you have some way to mitigate it. I mean, I have evasion, but there's no dexterity saving throw involved, so I can't really use it. Yeah, you guys are just in the, uh, this Baylor just radiates so much heat that it's singeing your skin. Right. Now, wait, that was fire damage? Correct. Yes. Oh, I'm resistant to fire damage. Then okay, so you take only take eleven. There you you uh, take half. All right, Gonk. All right, Raging. Uh, I'm going to uh, attack twice with Leviathan's Lament. Hey, is everybody all right if I go ahead and smash this guy or what? You may. <laughs> yeah, but even the Baylord like has his foot tapping. <laughs> Gonk, he says he's waiting for you to fuck him right up. <laughs> Taps where a watch should be on this so sorry, on, so uh, that, sorry. on the arm missing a hand. I I, I had to Roger yell the word notes. Um. All right. So Gonk is uh, takes his uh, cutlass and with two mighty uh, like uh, wood cutting strokes, just starts hewing the living shit out of this uh, out of the Balrog. Um, with every blow that lands. Uh, you know, steaming uh, geysers of uh, uh, of magma-like blood spurts out. Uh, he does a he rolls two he rolls twice uh, twenty-seven and a thirty. Twenty. Both of those sure as hell hit. Nice. Uh, okay. Doing slashing damage. That is an eleven plus three. That's fourteen. 14 damage for your first attack. Yes. And 14 uh, plus the three. slashes deep into the Balrog's cut abs. Correct. Uh, so 14 and then a 17. And as a bonus action, he, um, as, uh, as the, uh, the last stroke, uh, reaches its nadir, he, boom, you know, you see every muscle on Gonk's body tense, he crunches down, he squashes himself, you see this electrical charge build up on his shell, uh, and with a, a light, with a blinding blue zap, uh, there, he takes another 2d6 of, um, Storm Aura. Let me roll this. I know he is resistant to lightning damage, but it will still. I, I rolled a ten. He takes five. Gonk unleashes a devastating flurry of uh, of mega-sized cutlass strikes, followed by uh, a lightning attack. The Baylor's abs uh, are now cut literally and not figuratively, and some of the bleeding even singed and uh, still flaming from the lightning strike. Yeah, there are like parts of uh, oh. Oh, and I actually take another... Because I'm attacking him, I'm taking another uh, uh, 3d6 fire damage. 
because I'm still in the uh, I'm still in the flame aura of the Baylor, and as such, uh, we'll we'll calculate that on his turn. But if you want to count it early, I'd rather count it early if it's okay. Well, I mean, do whatever you want. It's it's your guy. No, I would say you you just took damage last turn for the. I think oh, uh, yeah. at his turn at the next start of the next round you'll you'll, you'll take it then. Ah, uh, fair enough. If because he may not be there in six no, seconds. No, it, it does you say a creature that touches the Baylor or hits it takes oh. ten or three d six. Oh damage. well, then yeah. Yeah, I like that better. This is a mighty beast. <laughs> it is a mean beast. Yes, anytime you touch it, it it hoits you. Gotcha, C- Caleb. You're, you're uh, uh, yeah. Um, I know. I'm. Caleb's a student in class asking for more, reminding the teacher that they forgot to assign Please, homework. Sir, may I have another? <laughs> <laughs> teacher, teacher, you forgot to give homework. Fucking Caleb. Gonk, you take uh, how much more damage? Three d six. Eleven. Nice. Perfect. Uh, moving right along. Panda Man, you are up. What about this voice, fellas? Does this one make you fear me? <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. But all for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Judging by the... Genuine that... hears the voice. It's like, I'm going to steal. I'm going to sample that. Damn. <laughs> could use that in a song. Were you like inhaling helium on the other side of that portal? What happened there? Uh, no, I think the flames are fucking with the voice modulator. I'll, uh, I'll try to fix it next time. For now, let me just teach this silly boy a lesson. And uh, Mr. Dandy will unleash uh, stunning strikes on the back of this uh, Baylor's head. Excellent. I will roll some damage for the strikes that you will receive, but go ahead and uh, give me some attack rolls. First one's a 28 to hit. That hits. And it has to make a constitution saving throw or be stunned. Perfect. Can do. Uh, Mr. Dandy, you take 12 fire damage for your strikes. Uh, he, constitution saving throw. Yes, he also takes... He rolled a fucking two. So, <laughs> so God he is, damn it. He is stunned <laughs> till the start of his next turn. Or till the start of my next turn, I believe. Oh, my back. Oh, you're not going to just go to place. Oh, oh. Can somebody pop it in? Somebody pop it back in. So he also takes 12 points of damage for that, and it'll give everyone advantage on their attacks due to him being stunned. I will attack again. I do say, way to go, Mr. Panda. Mm-hmm. That's a, a 31 to hit. Gonk That hits. Nine more points of damage. I assume I take another... Blasting of fire. You don't do. want that panda getting mad. And then nine for the second attack. Gotcha. You'll attack again with advantage. This panda means business. That's another thirty-one to hit. Um. Yeah, and that's right. Amongst uh, attacks count as magical attacks, so this is good. Uh, thirty-one another to hit. Th- that hits. Uh, thirteen points of damage. And the last attack here. My back, please stop. Oh. Timeout! Yes, you're on a bit of a timeout. You seem to be uh, a little stunned now from these strikes. That's a 25 to hit. That hits, sir, certainly. And the last... I like to picture a giant demon with like a geyser of blood for one hand just saying timeout when he's hit in the back. <laughs> he, he just he just taps his stump. Oh, ow. oh timeout! <laughs> no, I understand. I, I've had a back injury ever since, uh, an old, an old torturing injury that I've just, that I've, I've never let heal. Oh God! 
that's another nine points of damage for the last strike, and I will bonus action teleport away to some nearby shadows. Okay. Man. Perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, this Balrog start for the first time. I mean, you, you've done a lot of like superficial damage, but this is the first time you're actually seeing him. Uh, hey. He's calling time out. He, he's, he, he, he feels hurt. Nicely done. But there's still plenty of fight left in him. Uh, moving right along, uh, uh, it is the layer action. And just for clarification, he is stunned until the end of my next turn. End of your next turn. Gotcha. Next turn. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll. Hopefully something powerful comes out to kick you guys' aces. <laughs> nice job. D4. Uh, Pandaman. God uh, damn it. I, <laughs> nothing comes out this round, uh, except for more <laughs> more blood and hellfire. And nothing yes, comes this out this round. <laughs> It's gaping, but yet nothing is coming out. <laughs> Next up, we have Roger. You like Loki. <laughs> like, after after the Hulk smashed him. Of course, I appear magnificent. DM, uh, just to rules lawyer you for a second, uh, you owe me 66 worth of damage for me punching you two more times. You're very honest, Panda Man. You fight for justice, and I love it. For the first one... Um, that is six damage, pretty light. For the second one, much different. Uh, you have 14. Noted. Your fists are smoking. It looks cool, but it's excruciating. <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> part of you is, ow, but part of you is like, badass. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be terribly expensive to fix. Okay, uh, Rogar. Uh, contemplating on what level of damage I would like to do to this thing. <laughs> uh, please, very little light, light damage, please. I'm... Well, I'm gonna shoot uh, my fireballs at you. No, please don't. And again, with my jazz fingers as well. You see, these are multi-purposed. <laughs> so it has an 18 dexterity throat, a bright flash streaks from your pointing fingers, of course. <laughs> is this is it the, the spell fireball? Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Launching it from my fingertips as if I was to uh, oh I don't know, give it a little bit of more of that jazz fingers, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody, make a uh, dexterity saving throw who's within range. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's going to be Mr. Dandy. You're fine. You teleported away, but uh, Gonk and Rogar. Yep. Uh, both of you. <laughs> All right, uh, so saving. <laughs> Dexterity? Tell me how you're shooting this fireball. I want to hear how you're shooting the fireball. Well, at first, you, know, you would know as a magic user that a fireball explodes with a 30 foot radius. Uh, this one uh, is a 20 foot radius sphere centered. Okay, 20 foot? Yes, a bright streak. Uh, each creature in a 20 foot radius sphere centered on that point must make that dexterity <laughs> for saving throw. Target takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed and half as much on a successful. However, this is- Are you saying that you're shooting this high enough that it will leave your allies unsafe? Uh, oh, but uh, unfortunately, Mr. Panda happens to be uh, potentially in the way. Oh dear. Actually, I, I teleported away there. Uh, Lemonius, shoot away. Boulder dash, you know, even. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> I think it's you and Gonk that are within yep. the, the, the 20 foot radius. So he's saying, do you want to shoot it like up in the air or something? 
like shoot it so it detonates behind it? Shoot it at its big dumb face. I'm going to launch it up as like a, uh, <laughs> almost like a firework, if you will, but uh, one that kind of explodes on the ground. On the ground. Okay, yes, it, it explodes on the ground. And then uh, down, so it's going to uh, oh. attack it from the top, if you will. <laughs> uh, if you do that, oh, okay, so you're shooting like a mortar round? Yes, uh, yes, I'll tell almost you what, like uh, a uh, Roman <laughs> candle, if you will, if uh, Romans existed in this world. I think you're indoors, so I don't know that mortars would work as well. Um, uh, but I will, if you want to say that you shoot it at his face, I will allow that. Well, that's all I needed to do. <laughs> okay. Easy peasy. Face I've been trying to explain yes, this yes. the whole time. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to explain that we're working, a, you know, we're in a, th a three-dimensional world, you piece of shit. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you the Z-axis exists. <laughs> do you even speak common, you piece of shit? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Let's give it another headshot there. <laughs> uh, do I need to make whatever. a deck saving th throw? That's all I want to know. They would. Okay, the fireball flies up into this Baylor's face. It explodes. There's uh, you see smoke for a second. You can't make out any of the uh, facial features as you can only see uh, smoke from this uh, uh, fiery explosion from moments ago. Then you just hear Baylor. You hear the classic anime villain laughing behind smoke. Um, <laughs> nice. You hear uh, an infernal. Um, I am immune to fire. Fire? You merely adapted to it. <laughs> I was born in it. That's actually much. <laughs> that's much scarier than. <laughs> well, then I'm. Dave, bonus, bonus action, your Eldritch Blast. Oh, I haven't forgotten about my Eldritch Blast, but I'm also considering my life tap. Uh. <laughs> well, it better, it better be a cantrip because that's all you got left. Well, yeah, it is so. a cantrip, believe it or not. So that's one of the things. I believe I'm going to hit it with an Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Again, right to the face. Right in the kisser, if you will. All right, give me an attack roll. You get one Did shot. Did you really fireball this thing in the face, and now I have to... I rolled a three plus ten, <laughs> so that is thirteen. Okay, thank God. You rolled a thirteen, three plus ten. After this fireball, he laughs. Oh, you won't take my fireball now, will you? <laughs> Do you happen to take a Eldridge Blast? I heard it's taken everywhere. It, uh, the blast sails right over the uh, Baylor's shoulder. And it, keep in mind, this is this Baylor is many times well, the size just, of a barn. Keep in mind, I have three of these, though, so that's just uh, one of them. No, you do not. Yes, you I do. You got a spell. <laughs> not, not for a bonus action. You had a oh, choice. Really? It says you could a spell, or you could unleash the, uh, you could unleash, uh, the Eldritch Blast Storm. Well, God damn it, then. <laughs> uh, I do say, Boulder Dash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dandy oh. sucked up all the DM love. Everybody else gets hit. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> There's only one Batman. Uh, Chud, you are up. All right. Sorry about that, Rogar. That was fairly ineffectual, little oh, buddy, yeah. but you gave it a good shot. Well, I uh, do appreciate the condolences. Yeah, well, you know, this guy's a real dick. Um, I'm going to try <laughs> to cast a spell that some might call disintegrate oh that's a good one yeah i'm gonna blast him what what type of damage holy crap um let's see uh thin green ray i guess it's four yeah it's force okay bring it oh, padawan you need to beat a dexterity of 17. Uh, he automatically fails it because he's stunned mm -hmm. oh yeah so it's just go ahead and roll damage 81 damage yeah fuck I, do? I, gotta, I gotta do some math. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
How you like them apples, Baylor? Where were you aiming with that ray? Hit them in the holes I hid in them. Well, let's see. I'd like to... I'd, li I'd like to kind of set center it so I don't miss, but I guess I already hit, so... Um, Maybe if I could disintegrate one of his legs. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let me let me see how much health he has left to find out. You know, because then we can do the whole Black Knight scene from uh, Monty Python. Disintegrate <laughs> him in the Nards. Because <laughs> he's already missing a hand, right? He's I got love Monty Python. I'm just, this is just I'm in so much pain. I can't do the bit right now. Can we just? You will do the bit. Uh, yeah, we're gonna say that with that with that disintegrate and with his health, yeah, you hit him uh, just slightly below the hip. Uh, you take his leg off uh, very high up. <laughs> you don't take out, the beam isn't wide enough for him to, for all of it to go, but the way you have taken out the where his obsidian bones are and most of the flesh, uh, the, everything else, he kind of just topples on top of his uh, lit, now useless limb, it not being uh, fully severed. Uh, he does get back up, uh, we're going to say, and he, uh, as a demon, he rages, uh, oh, I'm God, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, he rips off the limb. Uh, I'm going to just uh, put this on ice. And, uh, hopefully, okay. guys, let me get back to a doctor. Good Lord. Are you just going to hop for the rest of the battle? Yeah, I don't need to hop to kick your ass. <laughs> you wizard bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. I mean, I just did 81 points of damage to you, and you're still talking. It's, uh, it's crazy. That would have killed me like twice. It's only a flesh wound. Well, I'll tell you what. That's a, it's a good story, but... I'm still going to use my bonus action, take a hidden step, and turn invisible, get away from your ass. Goodbye. I'm pretty sure that, like, um, um, fiends of my level have abilities to negate that, but I'm in a lot of pain right now, so I'm not going to focus on that. So, uh, you, te you teleport away, uh, yet he is uh, far more focused on the other elements of this battle to um, look for you at the moment. Yeah, I think I just, I don't know what hidden step is exactly. It just says, as a bonus action, you turn invisible. Um, but he might be able to just see me, so that's I could be standing there completely. The Baylor at this point, he is still stunned. Uh, he gets to do a constitution check. No, he already did it, so he's still stunned. He's stunned until the end of my next turn. Come on, there has to be something this motherfucker <laughs> dude. <laughs> All right, I, oh God, I, I'm gonna kill you all, oh, my back. This all just, I mean, all, Mr. Dandy's the only one who can understand this, but you guys are kind of getting the gist of it, I guess. I think he's saying something about being stunned and legless. <laughs> Gonk, back at the top of the order. Gonk is, took a second to to collect himself as the uh, Baylor like, went down on one groin, I guess. Uh, he, I guess the Baylor's hopping around or supporting himself by one of his gigantic nuts. <laughs> this is so painful. And he's going to uh, continue, just continue raging. He's going to uh, just take two more uh, stabby stabs with, Le uh, or sorry, swingy swings with uh, Leviathan's Lament. Screaming bloody murder over the top of his, uh, over his, uh, over his foe. I guess he might even like take a chance to like try and climb up his, uh, the, uh, the Baylor's immense body to just try, you know, just, ah, just hewing and hewing. Desperately. First off, uh, I do want to say that anybody who injured uh, uh, their turn closer, Chud, teleport. Uh, Rogar, you're still around. So and so is Gonk. So you are still within the fire aura. So uh, both of you guys take uh, ten damage total. Uh, actually, Rogar, you take half that. And uh, that is just uh, the, from the fire damage. Caleb, from your attacks on him. 
you take uh, uh, I, I have your you take twenty nine damage total, but that is including the previous aura damage. Okay, gotcha. So Caleb, you you uh, give me uh, two attack rolls down to eighty six. That's correct. Uh, an eighteen. Got to beat a nineteen. Uh, then one of them lands. Oh, actually, let me see. Uh, you said you rolled an 18 for the first That's one? That's right. I could... I'm going to attack recklessly. Love it. All right, let's do uh, another one on that. 27, that hits. Sure shit does. All right, so we got... Uh, with that, he's just, he is just shaking his head back and forth. You know, uh, foam and spittles uh, flying everywhere. Um, Gertrude, is that you? Conk becomes uh, so frightening that. when he enters these states. It's uh, it's uh, juxtaposed next to the lovable turtle we all know. These are it's jarring. That's it. To see. It's uh, <laughs> this is not Winnie the Pooh that fucks. Not anymore, Mister. Uh, this is uh, Winnie the Pooh that slays. This is it. This is the Winnie the Pooh that knocks. <laughs> That's right. I am the Pooh that knocks. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> is that Heisen? You, you think that of me? Yep. No. <laughs> I am the one that knocks. <laughs> roll me some damage and uh, you didn't roll your second attack did you i did but uh, and i landed twice i'm sure it hits no they one was yeah, a okay, 28 perfect. and one was a 27 there was one that uh was uh, at, at disadvantage but i re-rolled it uh so i get uh, a 15 a 16 and uh, i reactivate as a bonus action my storm aura once okay, storm aura. again He's going to take Any half. Any second now. Burr, 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 burr. I don't know. I suppose anybody can actually like enchant my weapons so that they do like ice damage or anything like that. Not at this point, but it's something as a DM I heard loud and clear. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, so that would be another 10. Uh, so five. Whittling away as usual. Choppy, chop, chop, chop. Um giant spouts of uh, glowing uh, lava-like ichor go spurting everywhere. Gonk is doing, is like literally becoming this uh, blood-soaked lumberjack just hewing and hewing <laughs> covered with uh, with demonic flesh and uh, sinew. Um, anywhere there is a, a, a split, you know, an inch or, or a centimeter of, of give in the, uh, in the Baylor's defenses, uh, he just, that's where he sends his colossal, uh, uh, two-handed cleaver. He doesn't even feel the, the, the temperature of the blood no, sizzling his, off his of hands, him as he continues. his back, his neck, his face, all of it is scorched. Uh, part of it, parts of them are even smoking his, you know, his, uh, fingers, the, the claws on his knees. Hi everybody, Dungeon Master Damien here. At this point in the episode, Dave Wright's audio cut out most likely because he's old and technology confuses him. Anyhow, we continued the episode just fine, but uh, there might be some times where he would have responded or jumped in and uh, just is kind of lost in the ether. We're very sorry about that. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, okay, so this is basically, yeah, so I totally screwed the pooch and uh, forgot that I, I, there's this beautiful little footnote that uh, Damon put in into uh, D&D Beyond regarding like, oh, by the way, when you hit a creature size large or greater with this weapon, it takes an extra D, 3D, 3D8 slashing damage. And I just imagine Gonk going, wow, what? Yeah, so basically what happens is uh, for his round, 
God damn it, I forgot I put that in. Fuck! <laughs> what happened? How much damage? I forgot I put that in. I customized your weapon and like Gonk was really under geared for a long time, so I was like, I'm gonna give him a really good weapon, but I wanna give him I don't wanna give him anything that's gonna have him slay all this low tier right. shit. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. I've been you you've taken me down to nearly half hit points with this asshole. Um wow. so uh, just and literally in like less than like three rounds, I would pr- in another three rounds, I'd be dead. So, uh, so what happens here is still smoking, still covered with blisters and uh, <laughs> abrasions and you know torn ligaments. Uh, Gonk uh, drops down from his battle stance where he was literally like climbing up the muscly thews of the uh, thews. That's by the way, that's like a Robert E. Howard word that I've just learned it's a I've never heard thews. of that word like like Conan had muscly thews if you read any of like uh Robert E Howard's original Conan stories he always talks about mm-hmm. you know his thews were massive and and bunched like a panther you know stuff like that he yes. always talks about men's thews anyway sinewy. so uh, yeah sinewy thews so uh Gonk hops yeah. down <laughs> from the Baylor's sinewy thews and um <laughs> with uh, Icor dripping down, uh, hissing uh, as it hits the ground. And with that, he, he takes his uh, ratty, shitty uh, pirate shirt and, like, cleans the edge of his cutlass, sheathes it, and starts to walk away like a badass. He uh, he is he has deraged himself. He's like, like he, it's almost like a balloon deflated a little bit. Uh, his his, uh, his posture is straight up. And uh, he start, he like doing walks a walk away. Off. He's doing a walk off, right? You can hear like the Sanford and Son, uh, you know, theme song playing just like off in the distance. Like and love it and um, love it. And I kind of would. Lo- I don't know. It, can you make the Baylor like do like a, a quizzical like qu- you know like a a question? Where are you going, Morgan? You dare turn your back to me? Gonk, like tur- turns his he like. He, the the camera is like over Gonk's shoulders, and it's like if we can do this in Japanese, that would be fantastic because this is a total anime <laughs> moment. <laughs> like, and it's literally like Gonk, like in a voice that it's totally unlike Gonk. He literally says, "I killed you five minutes ago. Only you didn't know it. It's shame." Honey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a good day for rain. And with that. Uh, he, uh, because it, Wait, five minutes, what are you talking about? We've only been fighting for 18 seconds. And then blood. Exactly, it's like literally like 2,000 geysers of Icor, uh, it like erupt all over the friggin' Baylor's body as 83 points of <laughs> damage immediately. I just like to roll my extra damage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot that I gave Caleb the uh, flaming poison sort of doom. So. Nice. <laughs> but good. This Baylor crumbles to the ground. You've, you forgot to account for the fact that I'm a, a barbarian, and I don't know how to count. <laughs> Gonk fucking anime uh, samurai slays this Baylor. It's like friggin' Attack on Titan, but it's Attack on Baylor, and suddenly all these geysers of blood goes up, and he's like, <laughs> and then he fucking explodes, I guess. 
Yes, he does actually. He does actually uh, that explode. is a Baylor ability. <laughs> uh, thank you for reminding me, Caleb, that yes, uh, Baylors have death throws. When the Baylor dies, it explodes, and each creature within 30 feet must make a DC 20 dexterity saving throw, taking 70 or 20 D6 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Good lord. So 30 feet, that's going to be Gonk and and Rogar. Yeah, Gonk was exactly <laughs> 29 feet away because he can't count for shit. So he was he was standing right at the right at the uh, edge and he takes like the whole fucking kitten caboodle. He thought he was fine. He's still walking away looking all cool. Exactly. He thought there was going to be an explosion behind him. Uh, and it was going to look really cool. Instead, he uh, is blown. Uh, <laughs> he knocked on his ass. <laughs> He's killed. Or on his face. On his face. There is a uh, painting on the large stone walls on the far end of the auditorium of an ass, <laughs> of a mythical ass. And like Gonk uh, flies and just gets his head stuck uh, right, uh, you know, in that part of the picture. Oh, God. So, what, what, uh, what's try. the damage by we the way, take? I, by ass, I meant the creature ass. <laughs> I come over what and start yanking for, uh, him. for death throws? Oh, shit. We have to do a... F- 70 damage. Well, I know, but we have to do a... Uh, that's a failed <laughs> save. We have to make a uh, deck save. Yeah, Rogar, uh, Rogar and Gonk lie unconscious. He has stars or... Tweety birds. The DC save, by the way, guys, is 20. This is bullshit. And I... <laughs> no, I rolled a 10 and a 6. So, yeah, I I became Gamera for a second. And uh, <laughs> then went... Yeah, I went friggin' like ass over tea kettle right into the uh, into the into this mural that you so lovingly described. Thanks for that. <laughs> also, it is now the layer's turn. So yes, this fire lake explosion has happened. I want to get out of combat, except this portal is still there. I rolled a two. So oh. uh, from this quick, portal. Quick. Do we need to try to get Captain Friedrich back? Do, I mean, I can't tell you what to do, but that is an option you have right. before um, before you close the portal, and you, as you do know how. Okay. Uh, when it's my turn, I'm going to do that. Excellent. A Shusuva bursts through the portal. A Shusuva, one second. A giant demonic hyena-esque creature. It stands about 10 feet tall, jumps through the portal. It's a beastly fang snarl at all of you. It is a, 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 a medium-sized fiend. Uh, it sounds like bigger than medium-sized, but whatever. I'm sorry, uh, heat and uh, little flames run off its fur. Uh, it has gashes in its rib cage. You can see into its uh, where its beating heart would be. Blue flames escape these holes in its rib cage that are exposed. Yikes. Yeah. I have pictures of all these things. As uh, One of Caleb's contemporaries has done a fabulous job illustrating <laughs> these monsters. Sounds gnarly. Nice. So he has come through the portal. It is, uh, he, he is, uh, the Shashuva goes to the bottom of the order. Next, we have Panda Man. Panda Man would like to take out some candies from his pouch and just kind of, I'd imagine Rogar's semi-close to him, kind of toss them in his direction. Chudley, uh, feed these to the boys. It'll get them back on their feet in no second. Then he'll take off charging towards this hyena creature. Candy rope lasso, just like how he did the... I will say it's a free action to, to go ahead and hand the candies over to Chud. 
if you wanted to attempt to pop a senzu bean into uh, Rogar's mouth, uh, that would require like a dexterity check. No, but you just wanted to give both of them to I'm Chud. Basically, I was going to drop him on the ground for Chud to basically bring these guys back. But uh, Mr. Dandy's I looking at... I got it, Mr. Dandy. I'll be trying to take this one back to the portal. Close it as soon as I get in there. All right, give me a dexterity check. DC, we're going to say 16. And uh, that's the whole shebang. To, 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 to do this candy rope maneuver that you've done one time before. Ah, uh, shit. I only got a 13. 13, yeah. You uh, sh- uh, shoot out or you throw out the candy lasso and this uh, shashuva grabs it with its mouth in an unexpected way and actually kind of pulls it out of your hand and uh, it has unexpected strength. All right, I will finish running up there and I have another attack I'll attempt two stunning strikes on it. Constitution check, right? So go ahead and roll me an attack roll and uh, see if it... 31 to hit. Damn. Sure as shit hits. Uh, go ahead and roll me an, uh, a constitution check. Yes. Saving throw. This uh, this demonic hyena um, with a cackle rolls a three. Uh, it finds its failure hilarious. It takes 13 points of damage and I will hit it again. So it is stunned. Roll at advantage. That was a 23 to hit for six points of damage. Okay. And bonus action, Gloria blows for two more punches. Damn, I forgot how friggin' awesome monks are. I can, I can picture all the uh, anime punching noises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 27 for 10 points of damage. A 31 for 12 points of damage. You've shattered this hyena's orbital socket on one side. <laughs> on one side, its nostril on the Jeez. other. Your flurry of blows snaps several of the ribs that were breathing flames, uh, like uh, almost as if it had gills on its torso. Uh, not too long ago, this Shusuva looks pretty fucked up. Uh, moving right along, we have Rogar. Dave, you have s- you passed your death saving throw. Congratulations. <laughs> You are not dead. You are not dead. You're alive for right now. Chud. All right. Well, I want to close this portal, but uh, I'm just not sure how to get. As a free action. Yeah. As a free action, uh, I will say that uh, you don't need to be right there to uh, to to cast the, the magic, to undo the binding of this spell. Uh, I will make you roll an arcana check to do it, and that'll be your whole turn. That's to close the portal. Yes. What a- you know it won't happen right away, but you know, I'll I'll let you guys. Um, if only just crap demons are coming. Will through, it spit? Uh, all four of you guys. Can, can I cast it in such a way that it'll spit Friedrich back out, or do I have to go in to get Friedrich out? You can do whatever you want. Uh, he can hear you. Oh, he can oh, hear me. I haven't had this much fun since the orc campaigns in my youth. <laughs> Friedrich, get your ass out of there! I gotta close this portal. Okay, I go talk to myself here. Friedrich? Yeah, what's up? I've never really done these two voices together. I need you to get out of the <laughs> damn portal, all right? Stop attacking demons and wave at they, cabron. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'll be right out. Just let me finish this devil. Uh, and then what about, what if I cast like a telekinesis on him and just levitate him out? 
you know, uh, we're gonna say that uh, you told him, and uh, uh, by this point, the mountain of corpses, the hill uh-huh. of corpses that he has uh, uh, of both devil and demon alike, is so high that he uh, he thinks he can jump up and make okay. It. In fact, he's coming. Okay. You hear him disappointed, like almost like a uh, a kid who has to leave the playground. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> You can, you can fuck up this hyena, Friedrich. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> I'll be right there. It's not the same. We have, de- we have demons at home. <laughs> demons at home. Right. <laughs> I don't like fighting dogs. I, I am almost dead, Friedrich, so I could appreciate the help. Mama knows, Friedrich. I wait for him to jump out, and then I dispel that uh, portal. Okay, uh, roll me an Arcana check. Um, I will say, uh, if you could roll above a 25... This thing will instantly snap closed. If you roll above a 15, it will close slower, but the higher you roll, I rolled a 28 on my Arcana. A 28, this portal could not, it blinks closed. Uh, (laughs) With with Chud, your your raw magical strength, which has uh, been honed through uh, the years as a member of Gertrude's dudes, uh, is able to, uh, in the blink of an eye, mend this uh, tear in the uh, fabric of, uh, of of our space and time. You uh, remember not too long ago, uh, being this at this point seemed like a fantasy. Wow. That was pretty good, wasn't it, fellas? You see how I did that? Just in a blink of an eye. You are <laughs> totally magically yoked. Yeah, I'm You've done so pretty many good. magic push-ups and magic sit-ups and magic burpees that you are just you are you are the the magical uh, Rick Flair's what you is. I'm a magic by the way, man. Uh, uh, by the way, I, I'm I'm on fire, y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like the rest of y'all are about dead. I got to resurrect little buddy over here, Rogar. Huh? He, he looks real bad. Yeah, you you turn around and uh, you you think you're talking to Gonk, but you're not because Gonk is making death saving throws <laughs> yeah. uh, right now. The, uh, the, you're, you're having uh, you're, uh, it's like a beautiful mind conversation. Gonk. I'm, I'm, Gonk is not quite dead. He's uh, he's he's got 19 hit points left. He's mostly dead. Oh, I thought you I thought you I thought you were making death saving throws. No, oh, no, never no, mind no. then. I'm, uh, I'm still <laughs> up and bleeding a lot, but uh, yeah. You hear the sound of Rogar choking out blood as. <laughs> He's fighting for life. Come on, Rogar. We don't have time to take Come you on, on the Miracle buddy. Maxis. I'll, I'll, do, uh, I'll do barbarian CPR on you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got, sorry. Sorry. I ate one of them, but <laughs> the no, candy I, I'm and just the kidding. Hyena. The candy yeah. and the hyena, please. That's right. I, yeah. I administer. Uh, the portal is closed. Gonk, you're <laughs> up. All right. My, dang it. I ran out of time. <laughs> No, I thought you used your action. I do got uh, I, I, I have healing uh, candies here. If I could just dole those out to you boys here. Uh, Rogar, it looks like you're about dead. Uh, Gonk, you're on fire. And then uh, if you could just turn I'm your attention to yonder hyena, that would be most uh, wonderful. What do, what do these weird little things do anyway? The candies? Well, they're good for your breath. That's the first thing. Oh. It's like a Mentos. It's a fresh maker, Gonk. Gonk has already happily munched uh, however many uh, Chud has bequeathed to him. I gave you one, and Rogar gets one. You immediately, uh, as your rage has gone, you you uh, certainly feel a lot of the uh, second and third degree burns you've accumulated through damage, but uh, this candy has really taken the edge <laughs> off. It's a soothing. What, what is it? Forgot what to mention it? it's it an edible. Berry? What is it? I hope you're not allergic. Yeah, what's the flavor of these candies? 
Black licorice. Really? They are healing candies. <laughs> they do as much as a regular healing potion. So, oh, uh, 2d4 okay. plus 2, I believe. 2d4 plus 2. Tastes a little like Dayquil. Not 2d4 Dayquil. plus 2. Dayquil. Can't have time for you guys getting All right, So that's 7. Awesome. 26. Gonk is healed up a bit. Gonk, this uh, snarling uh, Shusuva uh, stands uh, beaten, but not, uh, broken, but not defeated. I'll be right back, y'all. In front of you. And with that, Take he, out, uh, he uh, hoists uh, uh, Leviathan's Lament out of its scabbard. Uh, take, you know, just like looks at this loathsome uh, pariah of the plains and just starts charging once again, uh, leaving bloody footprints on the ground as he charges forward. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so yeah, he's entering combat once again, and Gonk would like to rage. Uh, bring it. All right, give me an attack. Does he have Come to struggle, around. like, force himself? To get angry. Well, I'm always that's angry. my secret, yeah, that's... Chud. What's <laughs> what, what? What do you mean? I don't know. My intelligence is uh, eight, y'all. So um, I I don't have to worry. Too, I don't have to work too hard to do much of anything emotional wise. I just slow the hell down. All right. So I that's, mean, you uh, just you just calmed down a second ago and. Seemed real well, tranquil no, I, till you blew yourself up when that Yeah, but explosion. then I ate my I ate a candy and now my I got a sugar rush. Nice. Uh, All right. Which immediately <laughs> means violence, y'all. All That's right. I'm gonna I like use my to hear, Gaunt. Take I'm it out on my, yonder hyena. <laughs> like Gaunt like spots for just he like breaks for a second, looks at the camera. I'm gonna use my violence on him. And then he points at the <laughs> hyena monster and then charges again. Uh, so yeah, so two twenty nines. I'm gonna say, do those hit? Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, barring barring a couple of uh, of uh, ones on your damage rolls, we're gonna say that you pound this Shisuva into uh, a fine um, demonic. <laughs> I love me a puzzle. Let's uh, let's find out how many licks it takes to get to the center of this Shisuva. Um, and with that, he decides to just. It's like a, it's like a, a car or a you know a soft tail friggin' Mustang getting into fifth gear, and with that he leaps into the air, and <laughs> all right, so that is a fourteen rolled fourteen plus three, and then a seventeen plus three. Okay, so that's all total- your damage. That's, uh, well, that's the first bit of it. Hold on, because he is it. This is a large monster, remember? So that's 20, uh, 34, 37. Plus, bet you regret making me fight a bunch of giants now, don't you, you freak? How's Mr. Dandy doing during all this, by the way? The GM's like, I'll allow it. Is Dandy injured right now? Andre? Dandy is very injured. He has... 27 of 81 hit points left. Nice. He's quite on fire. Okay. Uh, that's my right. next order of business is uh, dealing with that. Candyman, roll. Stop dropping roll. That's what uh, Gonk's doing. He's rolling dice. No, it looks... It, I think it looks really cool to be smoking it on fire like this, and eventually I'll just be all mechanical parts and no panda costume. 
And then I'll finally yeah, have definitely. an excuse to stop being the panda man. And I can feel that hair. Get a good costume. Okay, so on my very first round, uh, hacking and slashing, uh, just attacking standardly, no, uh, no reckless attacking or anything like that. That is uh, 69 nice points. Um, <laughs> of damage. Of damage. Uh, yes. Uh, you uh, you slice and dice. You are putting on a uh, a, a knife display, um, like a, a, that an infomercial would do on a can. You have um, also your uh, first as, a, slash. as a bonus action uh, that I'm doing uh, Storm Aura, and he takes another. Does he have any uh, resistance to electricity? No resistances. No immunities. Hot no resistances. Dog. All right. So he takes. <laughs> I just sent that to you for some reason. Six additional points of damage. Zappity zap. <laughs> What's a grand total? 75 points. Good lord. You guys basically watch as like Gonk runs up and in the first blow he decapitates this thing. <laughs> and then continues, does not stop. Continues doing half after that. <laughs> To deliver, to deliver fatal blow after fatal <laughs> blow onto what is now just a fiendish corpse. He's had enough, Gong. He's <laughs> he had does, enough. He does a freaking Voltron. He like, you know, he just lands, he lands skids to a halt. Uh, the Shizuva like tilts to one side and then it explodes, but it doesn't, no, it doesn't actually do that. <laughs> You've chopped him into an Asterix. <laughs> and after the final strike, uh, after the final uh, physical strike, a bolt of lightning again just slap, <laughs> comes down on top. Uh, of uh, like frying the uh, the severed remains. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. No, I'm okay. I'm better now. Calm down. Calm down. The sun's getting I'm real sorry. low. Oh. <laughs> That's some real good chopping. I'm all better. It was the best chopping I've ever seen. All right. You hear uh, genuine who's wandered his way back inside. <laughs> now that's definitely the right voice. Somebody just auto-tuned the crap out of this. Yeah. Uh, you hear the Final Fantasy uh, in <laughs> combat music. Oh wait, that's Contra. Never mind. <laughs> At that point, uh, the curtain finally drops. Oh, can can I? Uh, I'm gonna cast Prestidigitation and try to put out uh, Mr. Dandy, who's on fire. Just, just, it says I can put out a campfire. You can, you can snuff a candle or a torch or a small campfire. So, yeah, there's smoldering bits of his armor that yeah. are still ignited. And it just goes out. I just out. hit him with like a quick, uh, you know, one of those fire extinguishers out of my hand. You know. Thank you, young Chudley. You are amazing. I got you there, buddy. Thanks for the candy. Uh, you guys don't notice it, but um, there was one person who stayed in the audience the entire time. He stands up and immediately begins clapping, yelling, Bravo! Bravo! That was the boldest interpretation of a play on stage I have ever seen! Bravo! <laughs> Is that you, Bill Murray? Oh, and uh, Gonk, like, looks around, realizes that he's still in, like, smoldering, uh, what is it, Ghostmasters? What, what did we call ourselves again? Uh, Ghoulbusters. Yeah, <laughs> Ghoul. Cool and he just like looks. He's he's liter He's incredibly exhausted, uh, but he still has enough juice left to look at uh, at uh, the audience or the or the judge and just say, "We came, <laughs> we saw, we kicked his ass." 
Excuse me. And it fades out with like the guy reviewing like, oh shit, Rogar's dying. Let me run over there and help him. <laughs> <laughs> and Rogar turns into Slimer. Oh, he don't need first aid. Like second or third aid will do. The stunts were unbelievable. Uh, using magic to feign summoning a portal to the nether realms on stage heightened the drama. Surly the ghoulbusters, watching the ghoulbusters take on the fiends of hell was the most exciting. Ten stars! <laughs> oh, there's well, always some you. asshole critic who's like, I've seen better. Or, they tried too hard. <laughs> Listen, um, it was no Citizen Kane. Yeah. And that was the metric by which Listen, I judge all movies. it was no The Gate. I ain't afraid of no ghoul. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Ghouls are not th- something that I'm uh, afraid of. Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> I, I would like to announce my retiring uh, from talking. Ghost busting? We, we, we uh, hung up uh, Caleb's jersey. Uh, we retired it from the podcast. It was... <laughs> Uh, thank you very much. Uh, and with that, Rogar is free. Uh, who knows what comes next for the party? We'll find out next time on Awful Neutral. Uh, let's go ahead and give introductions. Uh, Joe Camacho, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Awfully Joe. And hopefully coming up on some more of these special uh, podcasts that are come up in between the main campaign episodes. And our pneumonious Rogar, Mr. Dave Wright. Plug yourself. Where can people find you? And you can find me on all things social media as the Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T, Dave. Or you can also follow me and my ice cream shop at pbicecreamco.com or pbicecreamco on all things social media. Thank you guys again for having me on. It's so much fun for... Caleb Cleveland, where can people find you? You can find me on all your favorite social medias as Caleb is drawing. And that includes Friendster, Twatmaster, Twitter. <laughs> That's not a thing. And <laughs> Twitch. I hope. Tumblr, Fumbler, and uh, Hufflepuff. <laughs> That's the last one. <laughs> Love it. Um, And by the way, uh, we are about to, uh, uh, I think we've mentioned it previously, we're about to engage in our live stream uh, where we play one of uh, Caleb's games, uh, Caleb and Hunter's Entertainment uh, games, uh, Ragnarok. That's right. Uh, Caleb, you you did a lot of the art for that game, am I I right? I did quite a bit of it, and I also am art directing the game. So, yeah, I got to, uh, it was a really wonderful uh, it's one of my, uh, I think it's my third game art directing for, uh, for hunters. I also did, uh, Alice is missing and a couple other little small ones, but they were abs, but, uh, little small ones. Alice is missing is quite a popular one, but, uh, yeah, Ragnarok is, uh, one of my faves because it is just so unbelievable, crazy. It's just this beautiful, uh, Definitely. heavy metal, uh, uh, fantasy, this romance between uh, the heavy metal aesthetic, role-playing games, uh, and just the sheer chaos that comes from just embracing uh, the anything that goes along with uh, uh, playing a, a role-playing game in essentially a world that looks like a, an amalgam of every single album cover you've ever imagined. So it's a... It's, I picture Iron Maiden playing in the background of the. Or maybe it's not. You don't have to. <laughs> he doesn't have to time. have anything to do with music. You can just uh, tune in to literally play any sort, anything that your rock and roll, heavy metal heart desires. 
Very fun game. We're going to be kicking off that live stream soon. Uh, it's going to be uh, Awful Neutral hyphen or semicolon Dungeon Master of Puppets. Semicolon, a Caleb Cleveland joint. Ooh, oh my gosh. Ooh, ooh. I don't know if I deserve that, but I'll take it. <laughs> nice. Like most things in life. <laughs> I don't know if I deserve that kick to the nuts, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, it was a loving caress. It was not any of those things. <laughs> Jesse Egan, where can people find you? You can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media, including Venmo and uh, <laughs> PlayStation. Uh, and thank you for a great adventure. That was really fun. That was really great. Thank you so much. Uh, our amazing dungeon master. What's your yeah. name again? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Mercer. Well, you did pretty great. Good. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Solid. Uh, I, for our fans out there, I just want to, I want to let everybody know C that we're, we are, uh, I know we've spent a lot of time, uh, you know, post pandemic, uh, uh, trying to find the right rhythm. I know at the beginning of the pandemic, we're putting out episodes every week. And uh, as the world has returned to normal, um, it has taken a little bit of adjustment. And we're bringing episodes out as fast as we can. Uh, but I think we've gotten all, all of our ducks in a row. And uh, we're going to start uh, recording uh, episodes on the main campaign, trying to close out the main campaign uh, as soon as possible. It's going to be about natural. ducks. So that's cool. That Why don't we do a duck adventure? That'd be fun. DuckTales. Ooh. <laughs> Caleb, you have to play Scrooge McDuck. Yes. Done. I call launch. Actually, McQuack. you can play ducks in Glorantha, but right. we, we can talk uh, about and that. And I later have been you your to. dungeon master, Damien no Mercado. Uh, you could, if you like, um, uh, I only have one thing to plug, and that is my comedy science podcast, Science Faction. We've really, we've really gotten a boost of listeners. Uh, Bobby, my co-host for Science Faction. The science, who puts the science in the faction of mm. Science Faction, uh, was recently on the Cult Podcast, did a great job, and uh, we've had a, a lot of listeners from that experience come over to Science Faction, and that has trickled over to Awful Neutral, so I want to say thank you, welcome everybody. Thank you, uh, Tricklers. Uh, and uh, I'm sure all of you know that Paige and Armando have also been on this episode, feel free to go check out those. But I'm getting away from the point, listen to Science Faction, hit subscribe, five-star comment, etc. Uh, thank you very much for listening, everybody. We really enjoy recording and playing this game and that you guys enjoy listening to, to it so much. I want to plug the Patreon. The Patreon is uh, it's, it's pluggable. It's play and play. This Patreon is young, it's scrappy. <laughs> Payable. Mm -hmm. Plug, pay. You gotta check it out. If you guys haven't been to the Patreon yet, you're, you're, you're like me, but you're just missing out. And you gotta check it out. <laughs> Jesse the wrong person does not have fun. I don't know how to plug well, things. Well, what kind of things can people expect from donating to the Patreon? Or for oh. uh, for not actually donating, what can they expect in return for contributing to the Patreon? That's a great question for We'll release their Damien. family. <laughs> First off, we will release your family. Number one. Um, and and uh, just for, at live. the $1 level, we will send you proof of life. At the $2 level... Uh, we will uh, lessen the beatings on your family member or loved one. It's really the worst Patreon, but we're working on it. And you should check it out because we're going to have some better prizes than just uh, family beatings. <laughs> but no, but no, really, uh, we have shirts, dice boxes, coffee mugs, uh, a, a number of things that you can get cool things uh, to include Patreon shout outs uh, that you, you will hear shortly. Uh, all for signing up. 
uh, thank you very much. Uh, it is so fun to play with everybody in this room and to have everybody uh, listen to us. Can't wait for you guys to uh, join us next time on Awful Neutral. Later, nerds. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Appreciate Bye, you guys. We love you. Thank you. How you guys doing, Awful Neutral fans? It's me, Dismatter. I may also sound familiar because I also moonlight as Alex Jones on the Science Faction podcast because I've been told we sound very similar. Anyhow, Damien asked me if, if I had some time lording over my, my hellish devil region that I could come over here and do some Patreon shoutouts so I could sell this Patreon and tell you about some of the bonus treats that me as a devil lord will contribute to those who jump on board with the SS Awful Neutral Patreon. Toot toot, know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, you guys do. So get some chili and let's do some shoutouts. When you become a Patreon of Awful Neutral, a bunch of cool shit happens. Like, just ask Joel Kelly, Harrison Gabe, three kobolds in a trench coat, and Mr. Annihilatrix. Every once in a while, I'll just kidnap them and take them down to hell, where we play in a Creed cover band. Yeah, we just play the hits. You know, no, no, no. Oh, you know. Also, we play some deep tracks. Uh, yeah, we play them in front of all of uh, your, their dead family members and everything, so they get to see them play some real cool music with a disc batter. Creed, <laughs> oh yeah. I've also kidnapped our Patreons, Anthony Silva, AJ Kurosaki, and Cody Martinez. Hell, we had a great time. They, well, they were kind of pissing themselves. We were doing lines of ivermectin with Joe Rogan, listening to Dane Cook talk about all of his blind dates and just sit there watching two and a half men having a one hell of a time. But I'm telling you, when you hang out with this spatter, it's nothing but cool stuff. Two and a half men, Creed. You know, it's not all about just doing drugs with celebrities and, and playing bland middle America rock together. Straight edge, brother. Sometimes oldest spatter likes going to an amusement park, so we got an amusement park down here in hell. I mean, hell, one time I took Hector Angulo, Dwayne Donovan, Fred Milano, and Natasha E. Grain to hell's windiest vomit-inducing roller coaster. It was great. We sat there. We had uh, tequila shots followed by Tabasco and tuna fish ice cream sundaes. Then we just then I just watched them ride a roller coaster until all their insides became outsides. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, the benefits of being a Patreon of awful neutral man, they never end. Get to hang out with old Disbatter. And, and let me just tell you, old Disbatter, he's not done yet. He has a ton of surprises just waiting for you, man. Let's think about being a devil lord. You got to think about all sorts of ways to have fun with people. Just ask Christopher Skelton, Quezon Escobedo, and Torso Full of Bees. Two words for those three. Andy Dick. That's right. Andy Dick's going to be moving into your living room. And you good luck getting rid of him. <laughs> Gonna be a lot of uncomfortable touching in situations in the night. <laughs> oh man, that guy can't be me too. <laughs> and if you play your cards right, like Christopher Waltrip, Rebecca Throop, and Dreska Outbeer have done, then you get to do explore some of the arts with the dispatter. That's right. Last Saturday, me and those three went out and got our entire bodies tattooed with nothing but barbed wire and our favorite kid rock lyrics. That's right. <laughs> And let me just tell you, bow with the bow, even with a thick font, only takes up so much space on the arm, so you really get into some deep cuts. <laughs> Last but not least, I want to brag about another fun time I had with some Patreons recently. That's right, Lynette DeBell, Rick Turpin, and Lindsay Taylor. We had fun only way a devil lord knows how, where we uh, just had a relaxing spa day with Tabasco and coffee enemas. 
while uh, at the same time having Ted Cruz and Steven Siegel model nude for us, showing all their tubby glory. Know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh yes, the perfect Sunday. Well, yeah, that's the end of these shout outs here. And let me just say, I can come up with plenty of new fun things to do. That's what I, I just sit around all day and just think of ways to, to have fun with, to do cool things with cool people. So join this Patreon. All right, I got some chili with my name on. Mm, that's good, that's good chili. Damn good chili. Thank you.